On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about all the games we've been playing recently. We do another board game beatdown for you, and then we end the show with our top five gaming moments. Stay tuned. And welcome back to episode 48 of the Gamecasters, the show that's really just one gigantic that's what she said joke. Join in on the fun today as we regale you with gaming chit chat, cringy pleas for downloads, and if you're lucky, some actual intelligent discussion that's long, hard, and meaty. Hey, oh, that's, that's what, what she, she said. said. I am your host, Ryan the Flatulent, and I am joined once again by Ew. Jeff the Mad Board Gamer and Natalie the Flatulenter. The fl- <laughs> in case you're you accidentally. Flat- you're the Flatulent, she's the Flatulenter. Yeah, she's the Flatulenter. Oh. In case you accidentally missed the last four. 47 episodes due to some freak medical accident, or you just stumbled upon us randomly through some crazy Matrix-style life algorithm, those are the only two ways it's acceptable for you to not already be a listener of the show, then what you're in store for, you poor boar, is a door-to-door board lore with tour with more scores and spores in your floor. Prepare yourselves for the Gorm Core stores. How do you not trip on (laughs) The rural juror. That's exactly what that sounds like. 30 Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the rural juror. That's a terrible name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Jeff... What's up, man? Well, what I have you to, been up to. I have to start by I have to apologize to Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> uh, so I have to apologize. No, don't apologize no, no, to Rosie. Not, She's the worst. Well, I need to explain myself. I think I was not in my head. You said Rosie O'Donnell. Well, let's I, give some context. Yeah. So last episode we played. We played. Uh, oh, what's the what's the new name? That yeah, you have bed, there? dead, or wed. Bed, dead, or wed. Which is the same well, as F, Mary, kill. Yeah, F, Mary, submit. And yeah, the, I the like kitty version of it the, the family friendly version yeah. i was yeah. told by some i, I can't yeah, remember what have been fantasy some flights yeah. or somebody that was like the the family friendly version of this is bed wed or dead oh okay but that's yeah. that's nice yeah mm-hmm. so i proceeded to kill rosie o'donnell <laughs> which i don't I, i'm not necessarily taking that back but in my brain <laughs> i thought roseanne i was saying things about roseanne the entire time, like and it's funny. So when she got, show. but no, like she's racist. She's racist. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Rosie O'Donnell racist. I have no idea. But in my but everything, I was saying was about Roseanne. Yeah. So I didn't know I, I didn't, yeah. what you were yeah. saying applied to Rosie O'Donnell. Me I just I know she's the worst. I probably haven't thought about Rosie O'Donnell like since that. Ep- or, you know, before Did you think episode. about Rosie O'Donnell before that episode? <laughs> well, like, a lot of she was like, about Rosie. you know, she had a oh, show Rosie. at one point. She was in Harriet the Spy. <laughs> Harriet the Spy? Yeah. That's what she's known for. <laughs> what is Harriet the Spy? It's like a show or a movie I watched. Did you say you were attracted to her? No, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle Track. Trackenberg? Yeah, that's remember. that's a thing. No, that's yeah, an actress. That she yeah. was like a kid. And she's like she's O'Donnell like a person that like, kind of looks like Amanda Bynes to me. I feel like they're the same person. Yeah, she's really Michelle Trackenberg and Amanda you know Bynes. I feel like are the same. Did person. she let her driveway on fire? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie Euro Trip? No. That's the only other movie I know. Oh, really? Amanda Trackenbauer. Trackenbauer. Whatever. Harriet the Spy. I liked that when I was a little girl. And Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell was in this movie where she played a mentally challenged person. No, she was not. Yes, she was. Think about Gilbert Grape. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, we have have to start start the podcast. (laughs) We'll just cut this part out. Ryan, start over. (laughs) Well, hello there, gamers, and welcome back to episode forty-eight of the Gamecast. Mom in that movie. Oh my god! (laughs) No, she wasn't. Holy shit! She was not in that movie. Stop. <laughs> so if I say mentally challenged, that all, all the only thing I could be talking about is what's eating Gilbert, Gilbert. Grape. 
Good lord. No, she played a mentally... First of all, the mom in Gilbert Grape was not mentally challenged. The mentally challenged person in Gilbert Grape was Leo. I know. Mm -hmm. Well, why would you think I'm talking about (laughs) Rosie O'Donnell? Oh, yeah, good call. (laughs) All right, what movie was this? Uh, um, It was was called, like, Riding on the Bus with My Sister. Uh, What? YouTube it. Uh, Seriously, YouTube clip from Riding on the Bus with My Sister. Rosie is rather unconvincing. And it is the, there are some great sound bites from this movie. And oh, she's, Rosie. it's just really bad. I wonder what happened to her. I think she's still around. Well, maybe not after Jeff took her down in the not, last episode. Yeah. Yeah. She's dead she's now. Gone. Right? You killed her, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So she's Power dead. Career, Jeff. So that was, I needed to start by apologizing, kind of. And then we got on whatever tangent that was. But Gilbert Great Mom. Nice. So Gilbert like, Great Gil- Mom. She was not She was not mom. She wasn't the mom in Gilbert who I think just passed away. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. She was a large lady. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Probably well, I have problems. other things. Okay, let's hear so, it. So, I need <laughs> to talk about two games that I've gotten recently. Uh-huh. One in a trade and one via the website Amazon. Oh, I know oh. one of these. Okay, so I posted a story on Instagram about my dented Trajan box. So, I finally, Trajan is one of my favorite yeah. games. I've never had it. I, like I play it game. with our game group on Monday, and I was like, I'm just going to buy it. Devin was like, you can. So, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered it on Amazon and I got it, and the corner of the box was dented, which is standard fare for Jeff. Which if you know standard, Jeff's yes. Jeff for some reason. If Jeff buys a game, the box is going to be damaged. Yeah, whether by him sitting on it, I did once. That or was once. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that, that box that. looks better than some of the ones that I didn't sit on. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember <laughs> what? Ha- do you remember what happened to um, Chaos in the Old World? Oh yeah, it was in. So all right, Jeff. I don't know if I'm if you if no, you want me to not talk nope, about no, this. Go, go. Okay, yep. Jeff's mom um, runs a daycare, and so a, a long time ago, Jeff had his board games when he lived at home with his mom. He had his board games in the room where children would sleep, like nap. Okay, and so one of the games that was closest to the bed or the crib yep. was poor, poor chaos in the old world. Yeah. And what happened to it? It just got completely yeah, it just destroyed. got like peeled and ripped, and it was just I'm like, the kids of were course, like of course, it. they were just like, yeah, touching it, crushing and it and stuff. I don't know. It just it got obliterated. Anyway, I'm sorry. So I get Trajan, and it's the corner is dented, and I'm like, okay, it's just the box. It's not a big deal. I open the box up. The board is slightly dented. Okay, okay the corner of the That's board. Terrible. So the board unfolds, and where it unfolds and is dented is right in the middle. So Ooh. it's not the corner corner. It's yeah. it's the corner that that would when end up folded, being the middle. When it's folded, it's the corner. Right. When you open it, it's the middle. So it's the middle. And would I notice it maybe on the second play? No. So I posted this Instagram story. I'm like, what should I do? Should I be cool or should I send it back to Amazon? Oh, it came from Amazon? Yeah. And Amazon packs terribly. I just have to say, they're not good. They don't care Sometimes about a board game. Sometimes it's just in a box. There's yeah. no packing material. Right. So I put it out there. 70% of people were like, just be cool. It's fine. It's not that bad. 30% wow, of people. Yeah. A lot of people, people don't care. There's yeah. a lot of people that don't care. 30% of people Although, were like, throw a fit. This is no offense to, I couldn't personally tell the damage from the picture you posted. Yeah, it, it looked like it was just the box. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if people just maybe thought it was the box. Because yeah. yeah. I could it see. look worse in person. Yeah, so, I could see people saying like, well, I'm not going to pitch a fit if it's a corner of the box. Yeah. I went right. and just said, I'm just going to return it. So Amazon does things very easily. I just I have a one of those Amazon lockers close to my house, so I decided to put it in the Amazon locker and they ship. What me is a an new Amazon one. locker? It's like a. You ever seen one? No. It they're at random places. So the one that is by my house is at like a gas station. They have some outside of like strip malls and things like that. And it sounds it's, really skeevy. So you can. So if you let's say you don't trust your neighbors 
and you wanted to ship a, an important package or you weren't going to be home or whatever, you can yeah. ship it to one of those lockers and go pick it up from there. What? Did you did you know about this? No, I knew that you could take it to Kohl's. No, to well, I told you that. I know everything yeah. about Amazon, apparently. <laughs> I, I know. And then yeah. I went out to return something and it was like, you can take it to that. Kohl's. I was like, yep. Boop, Kohl's. So I just dumped it in the Amazon locker and got a new one shipped to me. So I got the new Trajan that showed up to me with another dented box. What? But the board was okay. So I just am I'm okay with it. Oh my God. Like now, I said, he's destined to get destined. broken now, boxes. I've, then I just made a you trade. Just went to RIW or something. No, no, well, no, no. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The box would be the, broken. The only one there would have been broken. So <laughs> I just got a trade um, from Board Game Geek. I shipped away. Uh, I don't even know. Remember what I shipped away? Oh, I shipped away between two cities for Teotihuacan. Yeah, you did. And I got Teotihuacan, and the guy was like, "It's got a custom insert, and it's coming with the expansion." I'm like, "Cool." So You're I sent like, him yeah. between two cities and and the Capitals expansion for that. And it showed up. That's a good trade, by the way. And it was everywhere. <laughs> the box had opened, and nothing's in baggies because he had the insert, the insert, right. which he thought was safe. That's a rookie mistake. And it was it was everywhere. Had he made a trade before? I wonder. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had a dozen. Okay. Whatever. He tried. I can. He tried. He did try to like not saran wrap but bubble wrap the thing kind of tight yeah. Yeah. but it did not work yeah but in something like and that if you don't have was, baggies you got to do something like buy a box band yeah, and just close put a band that on. box yeah, yeah it was like everywhere there were like the little wood tokens were like wait so were they I, I in, the shipping in the box, box. yeah oh. i had to like take stuff out of the actual box box oh, did you see the picture man. he sent oh it yeah, was it just looked like a big mess oh it was a mess it was, like, so then i'm like you know i i've only played it once i've never set the game up i'm like okay well now i'm trying to like take these pieces and put them back into this custom yeah where does this go it was it was it was like a puzzle. I, like put the, I, I did a puzzle that night. Only, on the floor. only when you're putting this puzzle together, you're angry. Yeah. yeah. So I did a puzzle of putting all the stuff from Teotihuacan back that's into its bummer. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that stinks. Uh, but, but you got it. You made out good in that trade. It was good. Now I have Teotihuacan and I have Trajan, so I have. I'm glad you have Teotihuacan games. I'll tell you both, both of you, this. I am surprised. So that's one of my that 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 cracked my top ten this year. That's like one of my favorite games of all time. Natalie talks about it all the time about how she wants to play it. I did not realize you liked it that much yeah. and i'll say the same with you you played it the one time with me yeah i didn't realize you liked it enough to buy it so i'm like super pumped because now we're all we'll play it together play it yeah, yeah. yeah. let's get that sucker yeah. played. played and the expansion did you get the first expansion yeah the, the bigger one yes the bigger one because the, the second one, one's a small one right? it's just the second one thing. it's literally just more stuff that you just throw in okay nothing changes in the second we one have which is, we have them both one? yeah we have them both. do we play with that uh-huh okay cool yep, yep um, and then i got one more thing before we go to natalie's banter okay now you have banter Never mind. That's right. I have something. Else. Um, my brother, who we refer to as Deepwater, Deepwater Joe. So Joe Madigan, my brother, is running his extra life. He's starting his extra life uh, fundraising. I guess it would be a fundraiser. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. we're so extra life raises money for uh, kids in hospitals around the country. And last year he raised over a thousand dollars, and this year his goal is again to raise over a thousand dollars. And on Sunday, August twenty third. We are going to be, and by we, I mean me and my two brothers are going to be at his house playing some games on Twitch. When so you can, you say? So it's Sunday, Sunday, August 23rd. Yes. Yeah, so it'll be a, a What time a week. all day? It's from noon to six, and we're going to play a few games. We'll probably play Fort. So if you're interested in watching Fort, which oh, isn't out yet. Oh, a six-hour one this time? Yeah. So he's going to do it shorter. Oh, yeah, didn't you do that last year? Um, yeah, we did. It was 24 hours. We did the, no, he did no, the 24 no, the hour Twitch one, one. but we did we do the one on Twitch where we played Black Angel. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. Yes. Me, that's how me and Peter were, were on yeah, there together. Peter. Yeah. So we'll we'll play. I have Fort. So this is a few days before Fort comes out. So if you're interested in watching us play Fort, you can jump onto that Twitch stream. You can just search. Yeah, uh, how do you find you the Twitch search, stream? Yeah. You can search Joseph Madigan on Extra Life and you can donate through Extra Life. So if you just type in Joseph Madigan, M A D I G A N, or his Twitch channel is JDJ Mad. 
and you can find it. I will also be just pumping it through Instagram as we're there. We'll do the same. So you can just kind of click um, probably on a link that I'll I'll put out <clears throat> yep. there. Okay, we'll do the same um, thing. So yeah, it's, it's a good cause. I know if you follow the charity board gamer, Chris, on Instagram, he he does amazing stuff with Extra Life too. So Fantastic account, yes. by the way. Yeah. So that's my, good my little shout out slash banter slash apologizing to Rosie. Beautiful. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have something here. So I wanted to see... So, you know, we've just been all getting so much more famous lately. <laughs> oh, boy. So much uh, Because we've gotten so famous, I wanted to see what people have been writing about us over on Urban Dictionary. What? <laughs> you know, the highbrow source for what's popular and cool. Oh, yeah. Here's what I found out. I just... I, here's what I did. I searched our names. Our real names? Our real names? Our real names. Do you not want me to say your real name on here, Urgle Grew? <laughs> Okay. It's your middle name. Yeah. So, all right. I, I searched Jeff on Urban Dictionary. And okay. here's what I found out. I can only assume this is our own Jeff Madigan, right. mad board gamer Jeff. Of course. And here's what I found Jeff. Jeff is a state of being, not simply just a name, a state of existence higher than Nirvana. Okay. Wow. The next one said Jeff, a man that very often states his own name. <laughs> <laughs> like I talk in the third I'm person. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, I'm Jeff. And here's the next one Jeff. A sneaky fucker. <laughs> Acts all innocent, but then surprises you with a whole storm of ever-loving shit. <laughs> and then the okay. quote says, I didn't expect that from him. It came out of nowhere like a Jeff. <laughs> I like when they have those little Yeah, me sentences. too. Yeah, yeah. And then the last example. one I found, oh, no, there's, there's two more. A fabulous name. Anyone who has it should be proud. Spontaneous. He's good in bed. Usually very sexy, tall, and thin. Except for those few unlucky Jeffs out there. Oh, man, that's me. <laughs> Damn. What? You're everything except you. You're not super tall, but you're sexy and thin. Oh, thank you. And then the la- the quote there says, "Damn, bitch, Jeff is fine." <laughs> Damn, bitch. All right, so I looked up Natalie. First of all, that's great stuff. Yeah, that's not you bad. are a I'll very famous, yeah, uh, famous. This is all again. This is all I'm. Yeah. Uh, people listen to the show. They see us on YouTube. They write this stuff on Urban Dictionary. Is what I can only <laughs> of assume. Course, right. Natalie, oh, boy. a very loving, caring person with a great sense of humor and very trustworthy. Until you piss her off, and then she'll go psycho and ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's number one number two natalie a girl who likes soccer cleats um, right don't you she has like seven pairs wow. of cleats you just wear them around yeah I, right? she does i have yep. golf shoes kicking me in the balls and the, the next one natalie a very sexy hot attractive girl who's good in bed and the closet and the bathroom wow has awesome taste in music and knows how to dance to it with a rocking body whoa <laughs> That one was from Nestor. (laughs) (laughs) The one before that, a girl who likes soccer cleats came from, that is Sam. (laughs) All right, here we go. Ryan. Fucking hot guy. Very nice first name. Irish name. Large penis. (laughs) Okay, now we know why Ryan did this segment. Yep, Ryan's like. Add it on in there. Oh, oh, this is a good hey, segment. Hey, I didn't write this stuff. You know, I just Who's that from? I came to this last. Yeah. That one was from Nestor. <laughs> but he said in Spanish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ryan, a guy that complains about his haircut after going to Supercuts. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan is an adorable femboy with a big round spankable ass. Whoa. Man. Oh my gosh. The McMeeples came it up with that spankable. one. And then the last one, Ryan has a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> That's great. That's my favorite one. Ryan has a basketball game. 
<laughs> and then the That's quote funny. says, seriously, it's at 3 p.m. <laughs> I made that part up. So I'd like to take a minute real quick to talk about something near and dear to me, something that all men have to face, but no one likes to talk about. The gaming libido. Who? I view my interest in board gaming much like a sexual libido, of course. <laughs> it ebbs and flows. Some things turn you on while others turn you off. The peak of the male gaming libido seems to be somewhere around the ages of between 12 and 99. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But that's not to suggest that there aren't times where it sputters or even halts. Anyone who knows me knows that my libido is one of the strongest, healthiest there is. <laughs> my thirst, nay, desire for gaming has been on the almost professional level of that of Aran Jeremy or Mia Khalifa or Stefan Feld. <laughs> but lately, for whatever reason, it's been waning a little bit. I found myself just a bit disinterested in gaming in general, and it's a reality all men have to face. Usually not until they're dead and gone and have shed this mortal coil. But alas, I'm facing it now. How do I get it back? I've tried everything from self-hindrance to increased monetary spending to gaming in my bedroom and negligee with candles lit all around me to watching Austin Powers over and over. But for whatever reason, gaming just hasn't been exciting me in the way it historically has. I've been pretty worried about it, honestly. Is it COVID? I don't think so. Is it that I'm just insanely depressed? Can't be, because I've been depressed for years and it's never affected my gaming before. Am I becoming gaming impotent? What do I do to get my raging board gaming habit back? Oh, <laughs> in the past, hey. when this has happened, I took a bit of a break and did other things and then ultimately came back to the source of my addiction. That sweet, sweet cardboard aroma filling my nostrils has always done it for me. Hopefully it comes back soon because I don't know what I'm going to do without this hobby. I fear I'll fade away like Marty McFly. Have you guys ever had this happen to you before where it's just kind of waned a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. You looked like you were going to say no. You were like, oh, no, no, God, no, this no, is happening to you? I, I think it goes in like... Is ebbs and flows the right yeah. thing? Is that the well, right? like we talked about this the other day. For me, I feel like it's like more, a little bit more like seasonal because, like in the summer, I find myself like wanting, wanting to be outside. Yeah, I mean, in Michigan, our weather's only good for a few months out of the year, so I find myself like trying to like cram everything summer related in before it's too late. And so board games kind of like yeah. falls down Could on the be. list for me. But then in the winter, when you're stuck inside and it's dark all the time, there's nothing else to do. I, I'm like, nothing else board, I, I hear you're good in the closet, I, the bed. Yeah, the right. I don't know what you're talking about. I got all these soccer cleats. I mean, like, you know, like, can't golf, can't kayak, can't do any like of the outdoor stuff. Then board gaming is like number one. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I don't care about being outside. I know. Yeah, me So I don't know what's going on because just we're like, for instance, we were, we have Brussels, the card game set up there. And my goal was to get it played before we recorded so I could talk about it. And mm -hmm. when it came time to play, it was just kind of like, I don't know. But yeah. it's weird because we had the Gen Con weekend the last time. So mm -hmm. I had such a good, I had such a good time. Me too. I mean, part of that's just because I'm playing games with, with you guys. Sure. Right. But, but I genuinely had a good time playing the games. Like Euphoria, for instance. Yeah. I was so surprised with how excited I was. So I don't really understand totally what's happening yeah, wonder, happened to you jeff yeah it's i think it's happened i don't know if i if it's around like conventions or like before or after conventions where you know i go to gen con and i get a bunch of games and then i'm back it's back you know yeah, it's, you, it's, you get more the excited there yeah. i'm like yes and i'm I want, scratching that's a good it point i wonder if <laughs> because you would have went to gen con because if it would have been re you would have came home with 20 more games yeah for sure so then you would maybe that would have been high yeah right. and it's not like you just bought it on amazon like the way you got them and researched them was exciting and so that kind of makes you like pumped up to get them played i hope that's all it is because i don't know if you guys know but i do this board gaming podcast <laughs> <laughs> I've, so, I've heard it yeah. i've just been <laughs> i've been a little 
worried about like like oh my gosh we got to get a g-. I don't want to ever feel like I have to get a game played yeah, then it's not for fun. the show it's I want it to yeah. be you know I want them to be symbiotic kind of thing yeah. so you know I just wanted to talk about it and just kind of right. maybe wonder, come, well, maybe any of you back. out there if you could like have this ever happened to you what did you do it, did you just kind of let it ride and then it just came back or how did you deal with how did you your the gaming romance? libido <laughs> yeah. yeah right well, another thing I found with me lately too is like. All I've been wanting to do is play games that we've already played. Like for some reason, the thought of like learning a new game, not even learning, well, like awesome. listening to the rules yeah. to play games you've already played. I'm just like awesome. I'm just like I don't want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to play the games that I know and love over and over and over yeah. again. And that's never really. I've never really had that before. Yeah, you've been normally always, like input. Like give me some input. I'm cool with it. Right. And for lately, like let's play this new game. And I'm like, well, yeah, when we play I underwater play cities, and, this, and, this, and it's like. That was one of my favorite awesome, yeah. things. That, was awesome. that I was like, this game just shot up for me. Mm-hmm. Let's play that again. So I know, I know exactly. How you I'm feel. like the opposite. Right now, I feel like I'm at at a higher point are because you? I think be, yeah. because Devin and I are playing more games together, so I'm playing it more like at home. Well, that's a good point. Um, well, she's starting to kind of come yeah, up want, in her and, and want. And she's to play. also again want. She wants to play some games. Not again that if, if I just said let's not play a game and sit on the couch, she'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she does. She, she'll sometimes say like, let's play a game tonight. And and whether that's because just we want to spend some time together, or because you really want to play the game, that's that's helping both our relationship. I like playing the games; it's just fun. Yeah. So I feel like I'm at a higher point. Good. Um, I kind of like yeah. that because if we were all at this low point, it <laughs> might be a little tricky. Cancel episode. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little. Yeah, 40, yeah. episode forty nine might not happen in that <laughs> yeah. case. But that's <laughs> yeah. okay. That's good to hear. Well, and this has yeah. happened to me before, where there was there was a time I almost sold like two thirds of, of my collection game. off. Not because I was out of the hobby, but I was kind of like, I just don't need them. Yeah. You know, and so I'm not feeling that way. I'm just, I've just been, it's been a struggle. And ma- this COVID and being home might be part of it. I don't know. It could be. It's been a struggle for me to just be like, okay, we got free time. I want to play a game. That used to be the only thing I wanted to fill our free time with yeah. was board games. And it's not like that right now. Mm-mm. So we'll, we'll I don't check know. back on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully this will get better. I think it'll go. It'll if it doesn't, there's some games that I'm going to need to have of yours. <laughs> yeah. Sure, man. You'll be so first. So I'll just pick through the collection. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Well, not dead yet. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> I need some like board gaming Viagra. Do they make okay, that? Yeah. Are you going to like make a will and put like give some board games to Jeff in your will? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Well, <laughs> I guess we get all my I guess games. I'm outliving you. When we are not at basketball games being sneaky or dancing to music with our rocking bodies, we are. <laughs> hopefully playing some board games what we are playing you ask these ones jeff what do you got man what you've been playing i've been playing some games (laughs) so on our monday game night we played black angel so is monday game night back up and going it's back up and going it's not like we occasional people so it's a lot yes and and we've also we've slowly introduced each other into like our circles and we all kind of know where we've been and what we've been doing and there's also times where you know when we got together for our gen con thing the rest of us took Monday off and went, all right, well, let's take Monday off, stay home because let's make sure we're not sick. You know, that, then if we go to Bill's on Monday and all of a sudden, you know, so we're kind of being good. If we go out of town or do something, we kind of stay home that week. Just sure. to, so yes, it's back up and running. We did play black angel again, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, again, it did end the way that it ended with us that one the time. Card, the card, but it ended out? on purposely. Dave, Dave ran it out because he knew he knew we could. Yeah, win. I'm winning, yeah. so I better. Yeah. So, but it was a great play. That's not the game I want to talk about. I do want to talk about a game that Devin and I played. This game is called Pan Am. Ooh. Do you guys know what Pan Am is? I know what the, the Grand Am is. Pontiac Grand Am. Oh yeah. 
Pan Am. Trans Am. Yeah, the Trans Am, the Grand Am, <laughs> no, the Pan Grand Am. Prix. Isn't that the airline that's in Catch Me If You yeah, Can? Yeah, it is. So, oh, I never saw that. Yeah. You didn't? Spoiler, now there's an airline in yeah, it. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell's in it. She plays <laughs> Gilbert Grape's mother. She's... <laughs> Oh wait, no, that's that's a different movie. <laughs> I, can't I can't. What the heck was happening in your brain when I said that? I don't know. Mentally oh, challenged man. person. Are you not thinking of Gilbert, Gilbert Grape? Are you? Were Leonardo DiCaprio was the? <laughs> so anyway, Pan Am. You're right. Pan Am is an airline through the 40s, 50s, 60s. Yeah. Uh, 1560s was like its height. But so this game is Pan is Pan Am is uh, by Funko. You guys know Funko? Yeah, the Funko Pop miniatures. Funko makes Pop. a big old. Are there big heads. are there like airplane Funkos? <laughs> no, but that would be cool. That would be sweet. Yeah. So, so there's no Funko Pop. There's, there's no, no Funko Pop. It's okay. just they're they're designing it. They're a, just a the company that created yes, it. Yeah. So they're the publisher. I was lucky enough to get a copy to talk about, and this game has is kind of hot now. I've seen it a lot. It that rhymed has a yeah. <laughs> it's it hot. Hasn't, I've seen, seen it a lot. lot. It has <laughs> an eight point oh on Board Game Geek. Whoa. That's high. And that's also with a, a decent amount of ratings. It's not like it just. Right, there's yeah, there's not like 40 ratings. ratings. A decent amount of ratings. Well, I, it's got to have a decent amount to even have a rating. Yeah, because that board up. game algorithm oh. that they do. Yeah, to be like official. Yep. Right. So Pan Am, it's a worker placement. It's a route making game where players are taking the role of aspiring airline companies. Sounds beautiful, doesn't okay. it? Okay. Okay. Well, so, is Pan Am the? Oh, Pan Am is just the airline. It's not the company. What's the? Oh, I'm getting all right. There. You, you tell I'm me. I'm getting there. Like, I'll feed so you, baby. This is, this is in the same time. So we are smaller companies while Pan Am is growing and becoming this massive company. Got it. So Pan Am is kind of the game, and we are these smaller companies. Understood. If that makes sense. Yep. So players take turns. They place workers like normal stuff. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to get landing rights in these cities around the board. And the board is a, a gigantic map with action spaces around it. So the map, it, it's kind of a, a cool map. Uh, it's almost like on top of the globe. So that the middle of the map, the middle of the board is is Greenland. Oh, I see. And it kind of Yeah, and it yeah. So Yeah. So it's a it's a cool looking map. The art yeah. is really cool on there too. And you're trying to get landing rights in these cities to essentially make routes. So longer routes get you more money and shorter routes get you less money. Think of like if you've played Ticket to Ride and you're trying to connect San Francisco with Los Angeles and you need, you know, three trains or whatever, you know. Sure. So yeah. you're trying to make those 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 routes. Okay. And so some of the worker placement spaces are like building airports, which gets you landing rights. There are taking these cards, which again are similar to Ticket to Ride, where the cards have a city right on it. That yeah. also gives you landing rights to that place. Uh, but what's cool about the, those different worker spaces, some of them are bidding. So only one uh, airport is going to get placed that round. So I can go there on my first bang. All right, I'm going to bid three to go put an airport. And Ryan's like, I got to put an airport. And he goes over there and bids six. So that worker then comes back to me. I can place it somewhere else. I can outbid him if I, I want to. I was going to say, can you go back to that yeah, space? Yeah, so, but then there's, on, there's only four spots on the bidding one. So the, the airline or the uh, the building airplanes, the airport, and the cards all have bidding on them. And there's only four. So there is a max. So once you hit like $10 or the top of the track or whatever, you you win that. So you could go if you're like, I need to, I need to get this. You could just go right to the top and that would be hmm. yours. So um, you do that and... You, you get these cars and then there's an action space where you build the routes and you are essentially having these cards. So if I have a New York and a San Francisco, I have the rights in New York and San Francisco. And when the route action comes around, I take the route action and I can now put one of my planes on the little path that goes from San Francisco to New York. And now okay. that's my route. Okay. So you play through seven rounds at the end of the set, at the end of each round, you roll the Pan Am dice. And the Pan Am dice is essentially them spreading. With numbers on it. Yeah. <laughs> roll it. Is essentially them spreading from Miami, which I assume is where they were created so they are now spreading from miami and buying up these routes throughout the board oh so, so you got to get there before so they you start wanna, buying stuff what you do is you want to get there 
take that route and you want Pan Am to buy your route so you then get a bunch of money. Oh, they pay money. you. They oh. pay me for my route. If so you own the route first, I, then yeah, they'll, so, so they're going to buy it regardless. They're going to buy it. They okay. have more money than you. Yeah. So, and what you do with that, so you're trying to collect money. So you collect money by getting the routes. You collect money by having Pan Am take your routes and buy them from you. And then you're using that money to buy stock in Pan Am. Wow. Oh, wow. So each round, <laughs> the stock moves, stock price moves. Like there's an event card that says whether the stock moves up or down or, or how many times you roll the die. And you're using all that money you collect to essentially go, all right, well, now I have this money. I don't really care. I'm, I'm now buying stock. So they're Pan giving you well. money so you'll buy their stock. Yeah. Back. So you're wow. kind of like playing this game of, all right, I'm a small. Take advantage of yeah, Pan Am's mm-hmm. You're taking advantage wealth. of how great they are. Like, oh, they're going to go here. Like they're going to expand to this spot. Let me take this spot so they have to buy it from me and then I can buy stock. That's kind of a cool mechanic. Yeah, it is. It's It was pretty cool. So I, I got it and I was like, okay, route building is not something that I get excited about. I'm not like, yay, I get the build a route me neither because most of them are like train games and i I don't love train games like ticket to ride is a fine game i know everyone loves it and sure but i just don't get excited about i'm with you yeah i don't get excited about taking this like oh i'm gonna take this pink card and then i'm gonna try to collect 30 of them and make this big that doesn't well trains trains is one of those themes some people love trains they just love and that's cool that's awesome yeah but that seems to kind of go hand in hand with like maybe nerd culture Mm -hmm. you know board games games. people like love trains yeah Yeah. and i i'm with you dude i i don't get it i just don't get it so it doesn't it doesn't interest me at all so the the route building because the route building usually goes to trains but this one Thirty-five thousand feet better planes this is thirty-five thousand feet better than trains (laughs) and i or you too i liked this a lot more because i also felt like there was more strategy there was more strategy in how I'm bidding to take. You're talking about versus like Ticket to Ride? Yes, versus Ticket to Ride or, you know, just more than what I thought initially when yeah, I got the yeah. game. So I got the game and I read the rules and I'm like, okay, this is pretty simple. I place workers. I get to take those actions and and I'm building routes. Cool. But there's a lot to think about in, you know, how do I get the rights in Beijing I can discard these cards, but if I discard New York, I don't have New York anymore. Now I don't have the rights in New York anymore, so I'm discarding it to get this one. Then there's also, there's these really big routes, so I can take this big route, and if I take the big route, I get income every round, but that's not a route that Pan Am can buy, so they're not going to buy this. So you're not going to get, yeah. But I'm getting getting income every round, so is that going to be worth it? I liked that kind of balance. I thought that was really fun. Okay. Yeah. I thought that there was enough, like, conflict between... Uh, players, but wasn't like a take that I didn't feel like Devin ever like bullied me or I, I was like losing out on something. It was just like Devin bid more than me and she yeah. won it. I didn't, I, maybe I didn't have the money that round. Yeah. And I'm also, I'm, I'm managing my money because every round I want to buy stock. I want to buy stock in Pan Am. So I'm spending some of my money, but that money is also used for actions next round. So it's like, man, do I, do I buy while Pan Am's at four or five dollars? Cause it's going to go up next round. If it goes up, I you know so I like sure. that challenge of 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 balancing that around. Mm-hmm. I thought the art was really cool. The box is like the old Pan Am logo and has it looks like a 1950s sort of like art on the box, which is <laughs> yeah. great. Okay. The instructions were kind of cool. Throughout the instructions, it was like a flight attendant was like kind of telling yeah, you what like to do. Little, okay. So they kind of leaned into that theme a little bit, which <laughs> was cool. which was fun. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Devin was Devin was fine with it. She also played it and said this this is a she said this is a legit game. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I don't, she didn't love it. She it beat sounds me. more like good night. Great for her. Yeah. Um, but she, she again knew that it took strategy. She knew that's a good game. She, she beat me. She won. So it was like that was obviously cool. For her. Oh, and then of course she's like, and good, not she's great. Like, oh, yeah. it's all right. I thought, it, I thought overall it was better. It was better than good, not great for me because okay. 
it, it exceeded my expectations. If yeah. I, I think if I would have went in with it being like, all right, this is my new favorite game. Right. And then it was, but I was like, all right, route building. Okay, let's see how it goes. And then I was like, all right, this is a lot better than I thought it was. Well, so be. what do you do with it? Um, if Devin's not super into it. Yeah, I know. Gonna, I'm, I'll play it on a Monday. Yeah, I'll bring it to a Monday. Because it took, Devin and I got through in 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah, including an, rules. An hour with rules. Oh, okay. So we, we Still. an hour with rules and ha- partly washing Dennis the Menace. What are the components and, like? <laughs> okay. So components are cool. You get these like little, so there's four different types of airplanes. So the small ones, the big ones. So only the, the smallest ones can only do one routes, then two and three and four. Got it. But the, the they're like little plastic planes. Oh, it's almost cool. like little toys. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. They come in like, they, they call it the hanger. They have these like plastic containers. Yeah. You yeah, pull them the out hanger. of. Oh, so cool. then you put them onto your player map. Are they mat. sturdy? Yeah. They were cool. I felt like I wanted to like be a kid and be like, mm, like flying around. So yeah, and they looked great on the board. Like the board was covered in like our little planes on different yeah. spots. So it was it was almost like you're on an airplane and you like zoom out. You hit, like hit the travel button yeah. and you can see kind of where your plane yeah. is in the world. So like, it looked like that. So that was really cool. My I do have a complaint. I think the player mats were like so. There's a player sheet. It's it's not very big. But it holds your income, it holds your planes, and it just has like a round summary on it. So it's very simple. But I felt like you didn't need it was, more it, was than just, that? it was a piece of paper, and I felt like it just could have been better quality. It could have been thicker. Like, yeah, it could have yeah, been better yeah. quality. I also wanted like each of them had their own names. Like my, I was yellow, and they had a name. I remember it was like Aero Cosmopolitan or something. Okay, and I'm like they could have made they could have done art in the background or something <clears> cool. Sure. But I felt like it was just kind of like a, a printed sheet. Yeah. Um, so that I was a little let down in, but again, I'm not looking at that all the time. I'm looking at the board and yeah. and the gameplay. Like I not like I yeah. So that's more nitpicky. Right, yeah, that was yeah. just nitpicking. Um, it is a game. It's at Target, so you can go get it at Target. Because that's I know cool. Funko. I don't know if they have like contract. What does it run? Do you know? Something. It's less than thirty dollars. I want to say it's twenty or twenty five. That's a good oh, price. Wow. Yeah, that's... yeah. That's I think that's perfect for them. Okay. Um, for for again for the kind of the amount of strategy in a in a twenty five dollar game, I think it's gonna exceed a lot of people's expectations. Super cool. That's Pan, Pan Am. Am. Pan Am. All right. Yeah, yeah. we got. I'll, I'll try it. I'll give it a try because yeah. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not a big route building fan. Yeah, I think this would. This typically, would surprise that's train. You. Pick up and deliver. Blech, I don't yeah. like that kind of stuff. I think this would surprise you. Okay. Cool. We'll yeah, I'm into it. So, we are going with an oldie but a goodie with this next game we're going to talk about. Published way back in the Stone Ages of 2012. Whoa! Lords of Waterdeep cavemaned onto the scene and almost <laughs> instantly became synonymous with the phrase introductory to worker placement. It is an incredibly straightforward worker placement game set in the Dungeons and Dragons city of Waterdeep. Dorks like it because it has the Dungeons and Dragons theme. Nerds like it because of the strategy. Geeks like it because of the components and the art style. And dweebs like it for its flavor text. Basement dwellers like it for its dark color palette, and the neckbeards like it for its ability to repel the opposite sex just by carrying the box out around. Now that I've sufficiently offended every demographic of our listener base, let me get real with you. The cool, awesome, socially successful, likable, popular people like it too. There is truly something for everyone in this game, and with the addition of the Scoundrels of Skullport expansion, there is even something here for the Scoundrels. In Lords of Waterdeep, you are a Lord of Waterdeep, lording around Waterdeep like a Waterdeepy Lord, ready to lord off at any given moment. Okay, lord off. Lord off. I don't know what that means. You have agents who you use to recruit adventurers to go on quests for you, earning rewards for you, while they get themselves nothing. Basically, you play with two to five people, and you start the game with a couple of workers who you send out to various spots of the board to collect resources. You use those resources to satisfy quest cards that earn you more resources, money, possibly give you special abilities, and most importantly, score you those sweet, sweet victory points. points. It's that simple. There are some really cool things here that separate this game from others in the genre, but the concept of the game is incredibly easy to understand. 
One of the awesome things about the game is that the worker placement spots start off pretty boring. That sounds not awesome. <laughs> so you go to this spot, you get a purple resource, you go to this spot, you get a white resource, and that's all there is, and it's boring, right? But then there's these buildings that come out each turn, and you can buy these buildings, and when you build those, they go onto the board, like on the perimeter of the board, and now these are new, usually better yeah. places to collect resources. Maybe there's this new space that grants you a white resource and a purple resource. And the cooler part about it is if you're the one that built it, you get a bonus when another player goes to that space. So if that space now grants you a white and a purple, maybe the owner gets a white or a purple of their choice. And that's really cool. Um, each player also starts out with a Lord card. This card gives you a bit of strategy to go for that is hidden to all other players. And if you follow it, can score you some big points at the end of the game. But then there's the Scoundrels of Skullport expansion, which is where the game, in my opinion, really starts to come alive. Yes. This adds another board or two to the main board. And on it are new locations to send your workers with huge heaps of resources. Only you also have to take Corruption. Yeah. Corruption skulls. And each of those is worth a negative amount at the end of the game, depending on how many skulls there are in play. Um, there are ways to get rid of them, but it's a very risky enterprise. Do you go to Skullport and get tons of resources to get your engine going and score those initial quest cards for big points, but risk taking your third skull, which could end up being like negative eight victory points for each of them at the end of the game? Or do you just play it safe and let everyone else go to Skullport and spend your gameplay on the straight and narrow, likely lagging behind early, but possibly taking the victory at the end <laughs> once the other players have to move back on the score track? This expansion is what makes the game replayable, like very replayable in my opinion. I initially played the vanilla base game back in 2012 when our own Mad Board Gamer bought it, and I thought it was okay, personally. I was just okay with it. I wasn't super pumped. Um, I thought it was a good game, though. I did. I played it. I thought it, was, I thought it was good and I great, personally. Then the next year, Jeff bought the expansion, the Scoundrels of Skullport, because that came out, I think, within the next year. Yeah. We played that at NerdFest. And that went from a game I thought was okay to a game now I think is great. And then the last play, we just we just, we played it a few times throughout the years. And then we played it at this Gen Con weekend. Um, and it was incredible. I thought it was incredible. I, I loved that play. The main reason that this expansion, in my opinion, makes the game great is it adds a layer of tension that I think the game was missing before this happened. Um, so what I liked, uh, the game is really fantastic when you have five players, because it plays up to five, all engaged and playing with everything the game has to offer. Turns are very quick for the most part, because all you're doing on your turn is just putting a worker out and collecting the resources that it comes with. And yes, there's a lot of different worker spots that happen throughout the game, but you still have these cards, these quest cards that give you direction of what you need. So you know pretty much on your turn what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's it with five people especially, it's pretty easy to think about what you want to do on your turn. You know, you can get messed over a little bit because it's a worker placement game, so spots are going to be taken by the other players. But for the most part, you're like, okay, I need three purple cubes. I need it. I need them. I got to get those. How do I get those? Okay, it's, back, it's my turn. Okay, Joe just took that spot that gives you the purple. Ugh, I'll go to Skullport and get those purples, and then I'll get a skull, ugh, and then I'll try to go on my next turn to get rid of that skull with this building that Natalie just built, even though it gives her some money. Ah, and it's a really, really cool decision space, I think, how that really, really happens, which I, I really enjoy. I love the corruption mechanic and how it adds stress and tension to the game. It really makes for some memorable plays and really great in-game moments. Uh, what I didn't like, there are some 
take that elements of the game, which I don't typically enjoy. Uh, you can hurt other players. You can steal resources. You can make them complete quests that they don't really want to ahead of ones that they that they have that they want to play. And even though it doesn't really happen all that often, like in our last play, I don't think people got messed over really much at all. There yeah, was a couple much, intrigue no. cards, I think, that took some resources away. Just the fact that it can happen bums me out a little bit and gives me that type of stress that I don't like. Like, Joe, on his turn, I have this plan I'm going to do. But on his turn right ahead of me, he could mess with me. Yeah. And I don't really like that feeling. Um, especially in a game like this where you really are just trying to, you know, in a Euro kind of style game, you want to just yeah. try to get your theme. The theme... I. I don't really feel the theme at all, and I don't really care about the theme, to be honest with you. To me, this is just a worker placement game. The mechanisms are where it shines. I don't feel like a lord. I don't feel like I'm going on quests. The only reason the resources don't feel like white, purple, black, and orange is because Jeff bought on Etsy these really awesome custom-made resources that are sculpted or laser-cut to look like what they're supposed to be representing. So So the purple ones aren't purple. They're wizards. Right, yeah. So so the the cards you're trying, the quests you're trying to complete are like, Go to the dungeon and kill the something. So, like, that quest needs five warriors and two wizards. So you're getting... The resources you're getting are you're gathering those those people to yeah. go on a quest with you. But in the base game, you're getting cubes. They're literally just cubes. And with... Honestly, this thing was, like, 10 or 15 bucks for, like, a hundred of those. It's, like, That's totally a good worth it to upgrade a game where, like, now you're getting little warriors. And I don't know about you, but, like, I stood all my guys up. Yeah. <laughs> when they were in my... I don't remember if I... When they were in my... I stood them up because... They're upright. They got to go so, on quests. It, anyway, that, yeah. that is a little way to add a little flavor into, yeah. into, in my opinion, a more flavorless game. You know, overall, I think this is a fantastic entry into the world of worker placement. And without the expansion, it's also a fantastic gateway game. It's super easy to add the expansion in if necessary. So it's not like you. There's some games where you add the expansion in to take it out. You got to like. Like Isle of Cats, when you're like shuffling that deck together at the end, you gotta like tear it all down. This one is not difficult to do that. You just set the boards up, you put the components out, you just a couple new cards and buildings to add in, right? And then that's pretty much all it is. Um, So uh, if you're playing with your gaming group, you wanna play it with the Scoundrels of Skullport expansion. I think it's a necessary buy. If you're playing with your family, just play with the base game, and you're going to have a fantastic time mm-hmm. in a game that has the Dungeons & Dragons theme, but to me doesn't feel... Ner- you know, like some people think of Dungeons & Dragons, and there's like, this is a nerdy thing. I don't yeah, want to play right, that. Right, this game yeah. does not do that. So that's the opposite good thing about having a theme I don't really care about, is you don't really totally feel it, so you're not going to just feel like you're gigantic nerd playing this game <laughs> if you don't want to. So what do you guys think? I know, Jeff, obviously you love it because it's your game, um, but Natalie, yeah. I'm interested to hear you, your thoughts. Um, I liked it a lot, too. I agree with you about the theme. It's funny. We were talking about like nautical-themed games the other day, and in my, I'm lucky I didn't say that because it would have been embarrassing, but I was like, I almost was like, what about Lords of Waterdeep? Like, oh, wait, <laughs> water and deep. Water. <laughs> deep. That's not about water. Deep water. <laughs> like Deep Water Joe? <laughs> yeah. Um, That's funny. No, I, had a, I mean, I like worker placement games, so this game was really fun, and I agree with you. I like the tension that the skull it like made in the game, and especially towards the end of the game, it influenced my decisions a lot you know it made it a little more challenging because i didn't want to keep collecting skulls at the end when i wouldn't have time to get rid of them and so i'm like i need these you know certain people to fulfill my my quests and i was like i don't want to do that though because it's going to give me a skull how else can i get these in you know a better way and hopefully someone doesn't take them and um i enjoyed the game it's really funny because 
when I went to log it. This is funny. <laughs> it turned out I had played it before and I had no clue. I did not You still remember. don't remember? No. I is there a remember. chance you logged it? No, no, no you definitely played it. we logged it on the same day. Yeah, we logged it on the same day. You definitely played it. Yeah, so, oh. I mean, it was like a couple of years ago. Well, I guess it just but didn't make an impression. It didn't leave an impression it on you. It left an impression yeah. now because it's been two weeks and I remember it. was it. such a good <laughs> play. Yeah. The one we have, Jeff, Jeff eked out the victory yeah. um, in that one. And he, I'm going to talk for you right yeah, now. Yeah, that's fine. He did this. He I, honestly, I thought I, I thought I had him because I didn't have any. I was like not doing Skullport. I was kind of letting everybody else go there, mm-hmm. and I was there was this one action spot where you could get rid of them from the game, and they wouldn't go back on the Skullport board to get points back. And so I was kind of like trying to play that a little bit sneakily. And Jeff was doing a, he was just taking oh, skulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was Jeff just killed. He had so many skulls, and he was so he was so basically what I said in my in my uh, intro talking about the game is kind of what Jeff did. He took a bunch of skulls. He had this engine going where he was getting all these resources. He was able to complete a lot of quest cards. The quest cards just fed his income because they would give him more resources. Right. And so had, he was just kind of turning through cards. And, and it was basically resources. Jeff was like 50 to 60 points ahead of Dave, me, Joe, and Natalie, who were all in a collective second place behind Jeff. And so I started kind of making a charge pretty much in the middle game through the end game. And I had no skulls, and you had three, I three, think, at three the end four, that were yeah. worth like negative six points each. Yeah. Yeah. So he lost eighteen points at the end of the game and still beat me by one or two. Yeah, it was yeah, very close. I think he, it was, were you the only one who even had skulls at the end? I, I think, think so. Joe might have had one, oh, but yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, right. Joe had one, right. but he wasn't in contention yeah. at yeah. that point. It was. I was kind of like, oh yeah, he's gonna lose eighteen points, but he. I know. So, it was so close. well, the, the cool thing about that is it shows you that you can do that strategy, still have skulls, and still win the game. You know yeah, what I mean? You play the game very and differently I, or we lose. Played, we played it yeah. so yeah. differently because I, like I, I didn't like, take any. I was like in the lead or close to the lead throughout the entire like middle of the game yeah. until the end game scoring came and then I was like from yeah. behind. So like, yeah, we just had different strategies and you just don't know. Um, I just was going to say this one. The only thing I didn't like about it was kind of what you said was the take that stuff. And so I had a um, building you know, like an action spot, and my reward, if somebody went there, was to play one of my intrigue cards. Well, I had like a handful of intrigue cards. Oh, and cards, they were all mean. And they were all mean, and so I didn't really want to play any of them because I don't like, that's not fun for me. And, you know, and so I was like, darn, I feel like I can't take advantage of this. Yep, that's a bummer. Because it's like, I don't want to just play this card to like mess with somebody. I want to play it to give myself like a benefit. Yeah, so, I mean, you could argue that that is giving you a benefit, but I, I know, know, I know, right. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. I'm, I'm with you on that. Especially when you have to like, there's five people playing and I have to like, now I gotta choose now one. I gotta to, pick somebody yeah. and be like, I'm gonna mess with you, and it's just, I don't like that. But other I get than that. Um, I really liked it. Good game, right? Yeah. Cool, Jeff. There was there was a point in the in the game if you remember. I leaned over to you. I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Can I play a card and take resources from you? You were yeah. like, You better not. Like, <laughs> you were like, Thanks for being honest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so what I didn't. Said. He was like, I didn't play it because that was my one intrigue. Because I didn't do the intrigue game. Like I I know you guys got a lot of those cards. I didn't get those cards because I was getting skulls, and I was like, All right, yeah. well, I guess I'm yeah. just gonna hold on to this one. Jeff's just getting skulls over here. Yeah. Thank no, I, I agree with everything you said. You have to play with the expansion. I would have let you if, if I could have like let go. Yeah, of right, right. Yeah, yeah, I, I would have let <laughs> you. Well, yeah, you that's go ahead. Say that's the thing. You play with people who aren't players like the three of us, and yeah. they're not going to ask you. They're just going to they're right. going to do it. They're going to be like, "Well, you look like you have a lot of points. I'm going to take so, it from you." Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I ahead. think <laughs> no. If, if you're playing with if you're a gamer and you are playing with a group, you need the expansion, or or yeah. I think it will fall flat if yeah. you don't play with the the skull port. And and so in in that skull port box, there's two. Two things, just put them all together and just play it as as one game. It's like Scoundrels of Skullport, and then there's like a 
a, something else. It's another smaller board. Oh, is there another module? Yeah, just we play with all of it. So just put it all in the game. It's it's definitely where yeah, it didn't make the game too. It, no. You don't no. you feel, if if nobody told you it was an expanction, you would feel like this is yeah, the, you would a know. game. Yeah. You know what I mean? I uh, yeah, I I enjoy it. I like. I I'm glad I upgraded the components because if if someone wants to go, where's the theme in this game? Read the cards. If you are someone who likes theme. Yeah. Read the cards. The cards have like kind of funny flavor text, like "Oh, they're going into the dungeon and they're going to kill this dragon," and they did it. And then you're like, "I completed that. Qu- my 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 team did that quest." Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and then here's you get the guys that did it. Instead here of, are the guys. Instead of here's the white, purple, and orange things. That right here, I'm turning right. in these cubes to, to do this. But so if you want theme, it's can Spend be the there. You just bucks. have to. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to find it a little bit. I I can't I can't agree with or disagree with really anything that you guys said. So I'm. I agree. It's a game that will stay. <laughs> it's not. I'm not going to play it weekly. It's not something that I'm going to bring out 10, 12 times a year. If I play it once a year and have a great play like that, it's going to stay around for a long I'll time. I'll say this. It was unexpected because I've played the game three or four times before this, and I liked it, um, especially the base game alone. I thought it was good night great. I, if I had never played the base game by itself again, I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. When we played that time at NerdFest the next year, with the Scoundrels expansion, watching Dave do what you did this past mm-hmm. play with the um, skulls, the yeah. skulls thing was just cool to watch. Like it was, it was kind of cool when Jeff won. It was kind of awesome to look back and go, "Wow, you know, like you lost eighteen points into the, the game and you still won the yeah. game. Like that's a yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah it was like fun. I thought I, I thought I had you not doing right. that. You know, like I'm playing the non the not skull mm-hmm. game and and I got a lot of points, but man, it, it was just cool. So that. That kind of made me enjoy it a little more, and it's all thanks to that expansion, which I, I was just very surprised. Yeah. So that is um, Lords of Waterdeep with the Scoundrels of Skullport expansion. I don't know what that, how much that goes for, but it's pretty inexpensive. Yeah, just get it. Yeah. I, the game is older it. now. It's you know 2012 or like you said, so there, it, it's still in print. So I'm moving still. It's not like it's out of print, so you can still get it and, True. and get everything for it. So I would just go all in if you. Cool, man. If it sounds like something you want. What else you playing? I played a new game that's coming out from Blue Orange Games. I like that publisher. Which I kind of like, just called like Blorange. Blorange. <laughs> Blorange. So Blue Orange Games. I think I talked a few episodes ago about uh, Animix, which I, I yep. lent to you guys. Yep. Staring at me. Yeah, but it is they, languishing on my shelf. Yeah. So they have they have a whole bunch of games coming out this summer, this past spring, summer, and fall. And I don't know if it's like twenty games. They're coming out with a whole bunch of games. So this oh, is part wow. of their like summer releases. So you should see it soon. It's called Starlink. Looks so cool. Starlink. Oh, I saw you post about that. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. I Tried to send a blue orange. Um, so they sent me they sent me a review copy, and I was really pumped because I talked to them a long time ago, and they were they were interested in the board game club that I ran. I run at the school. They want to come by and play. And yeah, they want to come, of course. <laughs> they they were like, here, try some of these games out with your students, and I was like, wonderful. And then COVID happened, and I haven't been able to play it. Yep. So. I've been emailing back and forth with um, some people at Blue Orange. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm trying to, but like, I'm playing with two people, Starlinks for for three plus. Mm. And so I finally got it to the table with uh, the Monday night group. And Starlink is fun. It so looks so it cool. Is, it is a drawing party game. And if you're listening to this and you're rolling your eyes already because you're like, you're a board game podcast, you're talking about drawing games, um, stick that. with me. Screw this is you, a fun people. Yeah. This is a fun family like game. So if you are if you're playing games with your family or kids, Starlink is really fun. So the board is a circle, which is kind of cool. So it opens up into the circle and it's the sky. 
This is a this like is a drawing game in the sky. It's like the night with, sky, with stars. and it is full of stars. So there are big stars, little stars. It doesn't really matter. Like Michael Jackson. Um, yes, just little faces <laughs> oh of celebrities. <laughs> and so this entire thing is full of stars. And what you do on your turn is you draw a card, and the card on it has two words. So it could be uh, soda and Popinski. Pop- yeah, that's no. I'm trying to think of that's one. Mike I'm trying to think of one I had. Soda Popinski. So, Maybe one says bat and the other one says alien. All okay. Right, so it says bat and alien. So you pick which word you want to draw and you're holding the card just to yourself. And you go, all right. So you flip a timer over and you take this white dry erase marker, which is really what? cool. What? A white dry erase yeah, marker? because you're drawing on this kind of dark, dark, like blue, I didn't know they purple-y. made white dry yeah. erase markers. So you take the white dry erase marker and you tr- attempt to draw whatever word you pick on into the stars. But the only way you can draw that is you can only connect stars together and they have to be by straight line. Uh, so you can only connect star to star with a straight line. Okay. And okay. so you're attempting to draw an alien just with straight lines that connect stars. And you want people to guess what this is. And everybody else is attempting to guess. So how you guess is you're supposed to like take the timer and you put the timer in front of you and you make a guess. And then if the timer is in front of you, you can't keep guessing. So to try to avoid just someone yelling and mm. like just guessing, 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 mm. guessing. Mm-hmm. So if Ryan, if you're trying to draw an alien and I grab it and I say spaceship and I'm wrong, I just keep the timer in front of me as it Until runs. somebody else And then Natalie it. goes, oh, I think it's, you know, a can of pop, right. whatever. So she takes right. it and then, then now I couldn't guess again. Okay. So, because I don't have the timer in front of me. Well, that's kind of a cool way to handle yeah. that. Yeah. So th- I thought that was neat because it could just be screaming and then it's right. like, sure. oh, I said that two this minutes ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the timer is pretty short. I think it's like 60 seconds or 90 seconds. And you would be shocked drawing at how, why is there not the star where I need it to be? As yeah. you're trying to draw and you're like, okay, I need, I need to go, I need this line to go here to here. And it's like, well, there's nothing there. And now this, this thing that was supposed to look like a square looks like a weird trapezoid. <laughs> and how am I supposed to draw eyes? I wonder how there's long no, it took to design that. I, it's, yeah. yeah. And, That's impressive. And even with the, the example of like an alien. So now you have to draw something that looks like an alien and then maybe like have to draw eyes. So you need the stars inside of the, the circle what, that what you drew. What are your rules about drawing? Other so, than you have to draw a straight line from star to star. Can you... Pick up your pen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you can okay. you can draw. You can yeah. You can pick up your pen. The only thing you can't do is you can't use a star from someone else's drawing constellation. So you can't mm-hmm. like take it from there. You could like sit there and just draw what you want for infinity. Yeah. Well, for seconds? yeah, for sixty yeah, for seconds. For sixty seconds, yeah. right? Uh, and yes, but again, the, the straight lines thing is what kind of makes it difficult. Really hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you, you'd think like I picked cup and I was like, cup. this is easy. I can draw a cup. Yeah, of course. And then I'm like, and then I look at my board and I start to draw and I'm like, where do I stop the cup? Like I just keep going, and then can you and cross then I'm like, stars? Where can I go the handle? Yeah, but it, it, so if I'm drawing, let's just say I drew like a rectangle, and I tried to draw like a handle for a cup or whatever, there might not be stars there for me to draw the handle. So I'm like, <laughs> shit! Now I have this gigantic rectangle on the board, and no one's and gonna have any, no one's it any idea yeah. what I'm doing. So it was it led to some really laughable, like just funny, goofy like, moments what are they, of like, what are you doing? how is that a robot? How is that? And it was just so it was really it how was do you fun. Win this game. So if if your drawing gets guessed within the time, you, the drawer and the guesser both get the number of star points that's on the card. That okay. seems pretty right. Re- so, yeah. So that's kind of pretty like a normal, yeah, yeah. Normal, guessing game type yeah, thing. drawing yeah. game mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, so if my, if my uh, robot was a two star, I would get two stars and Ryan would get two stars because you guessed it. And then, gotcha. then you just take, you take cards that equal that and then you have like, yeah. So that's how you keep track of the points. Sweet. Um, nice. That sounds fun. Yeah. It was cool. I would, that I would. sound fun. I want to play it. Yeah. I would check it out. I think kids would have a blast. With it. It and it's one of those things that do. Same time. <laughs> no, I want to play it before you. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> so it is one of those 
There's games I think that you can just keep playing. It does say like you play until everyone draws twice and then whoever has the most points. Oh yeah, you it has just to have going. an ending game. We I think we each drew. Yeah. We probably played the game two or three times technically, but yeah. it was just because we wanted to just keep drawing. Yeah, and keep but telestrations is just fun. Yeah. So, yeah. like, does it fill up? Do you run out? So, if you don't, if if I'm drawing something and it doesn't get guessed, which it didn't, you, you erase, it. erase it. Oh, so, it's okay. gone. Okay. What um, if it does it, get guessed? Are you, is then it, just it stays. Gonna... So, then it stays and you write what it is on the on the board. So, I would write, like, robot somebody or theoretically alien. be a jerk and just make an enormous thing when they don't have to and then take up all the space on the board? They... Because you said you can't go through their... They could... I, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know if you can go... Yeah, they could. But I don't know if that would... It seems like yeah. lame. Uh, don't be sure. a dick. But yeah, I know yeah. it's it's coming out to retail soonish. I would just check out Blue Orange, but I know you can buy it from their website directly. It's right it's, now. Yeah, it's twenty dollars. I want it. And for you get white dry erase. Yeah, markers. white dry erase yeah. marker. <laughs> yeah. Good lord, that's yeah. racist. But it's so it's not cool. Two player. It's not two player. That's why it took so long. But we'll play. There's three of us. I'm a person. Well, yeah. I, we could still do. It. We could do it with kids. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Maybe the kids would Absolutely. like to guess. Oh, I don't see them drawing. It. Yeah. Cameron, maybe, but that's awesome. Yeah, you could take turns. Cool. On. Yeah. Awesome. So that's Starlink by so Blue Orange. So Natalie and I recently played one of my absolute favorite games of all time, uh, which is Space Hulk Death Angel. It's a cooperative card game set in the Games Workshop Warhammer 40K universe. And so because it was put out by Fantasy Flight and Games Workshops, it is out of print, sadly, oh. because the relationship between Fantasy Flight and Games Workshop has ended. Has ended. Yeah. Um, you can still find a copy floating around on the Board Game Geek Marketplace for a halfway decent price. I checked yesterday. The game is so ultra fantastic. So if you like what you hear in my little breakdown, don't feel silly about buying a copy for $40 or whatever it's going for, which is probably double retail. Because it's like a little it's box. It's a small box, it's like so a, it's going to like get you. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it probably retailed for $25. Yeah. Um, so buying it for $40, because it's out of print, not a terrible thing to do because the game is so good in space hulk death angel you or you and other players represent teams of space marines traversing the space hulk spaceship to rid it of its infestation of gene stealers a sort of bug-like alien race that all sounds ho-hum and standard boilerplate i know but let me explain why the game is so awesome <laughs> you start the game with a team or two of space marines each team has two marines so if you're playing a two-player game each of you has four Marines for a total of eight. You put all eight of these space Marines in a straight line, which makes up this formation. The entire game exists around this singular column of space Marine cards. Each card is double-sided. The sides are the exact same, um, other than the way the Marine card is facing. So it's either facing to the left, or you can flip it over, and it's facing to the right. It can only attack whatever way it's facing. The goal is to get your space marines through each of the four different levels of the Space Hulk. Each level has a number of gene stealers that you have to fight through. You will fight wave after wave of terrifying card-based aliens until you're either all dead or you make it to the end of the fourth level. The awesome thing is, is that your space marines all have amazing special abilities that you and your teammates can use to gain tactical advantages. Like one guy might be able to attack three times in one turn, or one guy might be able to assist other players with special support tokens that, if spent, allow you to reroll your dice in the most needy of situations. The bad thing is that for how super armored the artwork is on these space marine cards, they only have one health point. One so if a gene stealer hits you once, you die. And these puppies can swarm up on you very quickly and even flank behind you where you can't even attack them back. Once you eliminate all gene stealers from a level, you move on to the next. And all the combat, all the defense, all the attacking for both sides takes place using one singular red D6 of death. 
When you're attacking, you must roll a skull on this die to kill a gene stealer. When they're attacking you, you must roll higher than the amount of gene stealers attacking you. If you roll the same or lower, you are D-E-D dead. It's because of this one-hit kill system that gives the game its rich and engrossing tension-filled experience. You start the game with eight or so fully healthy and badass space marines, and they're dealing massive amounts of damage to gene stealer swarms of one or two, and you feel like one punch man, and it's great. And then all of a sudden, one bad roll kills a space marine on your team, the one with the most cool ability, and then the panic and dread starts to sink in. You're all of a sudden not this infallible machine of death you once thought, and now you're vulnerable. And the an event card then comes out and makes all gene stealer swarms flank behind all of your marines. You know, that probably means death to at least two Marines, and you're only on level two. How are you going to get through this? And then to make matters worse, you can only use an action for a Space Marine team one turn in a row, so you can't attack on back-to-back turns with the same team. So you must figure out ways to work together to get done what you need to get done, and it's just so juicy and fun and frantic and stressful and incredible. (laughs) So things I like about this one, it's just fun. It's so challenging. I've played this a bunch of times, and I think only one, maybe two or three. Each time, though, even when you lose, is awesome. I love that you can play the game solo, and it's a game that really shines in solo play. You control three teams of Space Marines, so six total in your line, and the game scales really, really well. It's not difficult to control them. You know, like some games you play with, like, multiple... You know, you can play, like, some some cooperative games with, like... You can play it solo, but you have to control, like, a bunch of different oh, people. Yeah. It's not a... In this game, it just feels kind of natural, because you're doing that in a multiplayer game usually anyway. Things I don't like. It's out of print. Okay, the game's difficult to find for a decent price, especially if you want the expansions, which you do, because they add in a whole bunch of new Space Marine teams and more bad guys and stuff like that. Overall, though, I love the game, and I would rate it a solid 9. It's not going to be a game you're strategizing about like crazy or give you millions of decision points, you know, like on Mars or something, but it is going to provide you with a stressful and tactical experience. How do we get out of this situation type moments, back to back to back? And it's just a type of game that speaks to me. To hear the other side of this debate, we present you with our own Natalie the Flatulent. Er, er, like flatulent. Er, er, flatulent. What'd you say? <laughs> so I don't like that nickname. Everybody's <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's okay. So there's a book about it. Yeah. Yeah, the gas we pass. We it's just it. funny. Be- oh. So see, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> All right, Natalie, what do you think about well, Space Hulk Death Angel? She doesn't like it. Okay, two are Instagram impacts. <laughs> I'm not going to say that much, but I didn't particularly like it that much because it was like classic game that doesn't excite me you know like classic game classic game doesn't excite me well okay okay. i thought that it was cool um (laughs) (laughs) Um, you don't don't have to think it's cool you can just say i don't think it's cool i thought it was cool like how you had to kill kill the guys and you know you had to make sure they were facing the right way (laughs) (laughs) i didn't shut up natalie the game kind of ended i was like i was like i was like the game did not end. No, I know. Like, okay. Okay. The first round ended, and end? I was like, "We just gotta play." We played these. one round. And I, was I was like, like "There's you only don't like three anymore, actions we do. We just do them over and over again." The, what it's game do you I play that has you. new mechanisms? Every I know, game? but it's just like uh, I can I tell know. you the one thing that I do remember because I played this game a long time ago. So yeah, I, was, I have no time. real thoughts on it, but I do remember. <laughs> I do remember liking that one thing about how you have to face the right direction, and for some reason they always show up behind you, and you're like, I like that strategy behind it. But I can tell you tactical things. Yeah, I mean, we didn't play the entire game. Why not? Well, okay. I think there was a miscommunication. Oh, wow. We, I think you were learned it and set it up, I not expecting it. to play it that night. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Keep going. You'll hear it on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll hear it when you. You learned it and set it up, 
not expecting to play it, but because you were learning it setting up, I thought you were expecting to play it. So I sat down to play it with you, and it was like nine o'clock on a weeknight. Yeah, I thought I thought and, we were gonna play it the next morning. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. and you didn't say anything like, oh, I didn't think we were gonna play this tonight. Well, you sat down, and I was like, sweet. She's yeah, sitting down, let's and play so it. I was like, right. real. You started explaining it, and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started playing it. And I was just like, I was having yeah. such a good time. Too. Yeah, and we were, I'm like, what do you think out of the first round? She was like. I was like, I felt oh. really bad. He like was so like deflated. He was just like all of a sudden just starts putting it away, and he's like, "Well, Ugh, at least I like solo. <laughs> I could sell it for forty dollars on board game geek." <laughs> no, I this mean, is one of I my favorite games. I of seriously all time. will give it another chance. You know, I should have known. I should have known. This is definitely a re- this was a recipe for disaster. It this was, is not a game. Natalie is in. It, it's very thematic. Yeah. It's very. Go around and kill things, and Natalie's not a huge fan of yeah. walk around and kill things. Yeah, you if know, you would have told me you to play this game, I would have, and you said, "Did Natalie like this?" I would have said no. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was a for it was some a reason too. Like, I just killed everything pretty easily, and so I wasn't even challenging. <laughs> oh. the run well, that's how it starts. But off. I know, yes. I understand that it ramps up, and so that's why I kind of want to oh, give it a chance it and see if it gets oh more like challenging. All right, real exciting. quick, we had this situation happen in the game that Jeff remembers, <laughs> and Jeff was at the center of this drama, which was so cool. So we were getting our butts handed to us in the game that we were playing um, a long time ago with Jeff. And Jeff had this power. Did Jeff play this game? No. (laughs) He was watching. I told him about it later. So he had this power where if he he rolled a skull to kill a gene stealer, he could then roll again. And he got to keep attacking as long as he kept rolling skulls. So basically there's a D6. On three sides of the D6, there are skulls. And it feels a lot less than three sides when you're playing because you're always rolling a blank. But so Jeff... His his space marine power said he can keep killing as long as he keeps rolling a skull. He can go again. Normally, you can only attack once. Yeah. If you attack, you kill one, you're done. That's the next right, person's turn. Have like a power. Yeah. So one of Jeff's powers was that one. So <laughs> we were dead. It was like over. Yeah. The only way we were gonna because Jeff had like ten gene stealers <laughs> just staring at me on his yeah on his turn <laughs> that we're gonna just kill him and he was like the last one alive and oh. if he dies it's over. Um. And so we were like okay it's over. But so it was his turn to attack. And he rolls a skull. Now there's nine left. And he rolls again. Skull. Eight left. Rolls again. Skull. Seven left. Rolls again. Skull. Six left. Rolls we again. Like so, skull. We were like so pumped. We were just like, oh my God. He was just rolling skull after skull after skull after skull until finally he didn't roll a died, skull and then he died. It was, but it was so awesome. Yeah, it was tense and fun. That was cool. It reminded me of what Jamie, Jamie Lannister said in the interview about how he, what he likes about what he really likes about thematic games yeah. was you have those moments that you remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was a moment. I remember that moment. For, I'll remember that moment for the rest yeah. of my yeah. gaming life. I'll remember that moment. It's like you beat the odds or something. Yeah. It was dramatic. It was yeah, just it was like, fun. this might, like, there's no way this can this can work. Yeah. And oh my God, he, he might just roll did. 10 yeah. in a row. <laughs> yeah. So that's that uh, yeah. Space Hulk Death Angel. I could never get the name right either. Yeah. She, what'd you call it? I, She's like, that snake one? Like, no, I, what? Keep, I keep thinking it has skull. I'm like, Space Skull. Skull Space. Skull King, Death Angel of Hawk, Mercy, <laughs> Angel of Mercy, <laughs> yeah, Tony Hawk, Death Angel, <laughs> Tony <laughs> Hawk. Like Those Tony Hawk video games were awesome. There's a new one. I don't play Tony video Hawk games was really fun. that much anymore, but man, those Tony Hawk games were great. They were good stuff on the on the PlayStation, I think. Yeah, and I think there's a new like, one for PS5. Like rock music in the background. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It had like, like good music, like um, yeah. Goldfinger stuff, songs Ooh, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So it is now that time again, everybody, where I claim all of you as dependents on this episode's federal tax return. What? Is, 
<laughs> what? Right, that's what I live for, everybody. Just so you know, when I say something outlandish and crazy, and Natalie or Jeff looks at me like, "What, what? on earth? Why? What is wrong with your brain?" Yeah, that's like, oh my god, I can die now and be happy. Anyway, also, we are gonna okay. hand it over to the Mad Board Gamer for this episode's Instagram inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Welcome to the Instagram Inbox. I am the Mad Board Gamer, and I can't promise that this will be better than last episode, but it will be longer. Last episode was really good. Um, will be longer than... I was right having about, fun. 50% of you said Yeah, eight <laughs> seconds. So I went on the Instagram, and I reached out for some help <laughs> to uh, play a game with you guys. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I asked oh, people... this episode. I asked Ooh. people... To poorly describe a board game, oh, you have to, you have yeah. to play a game <laughs> to see. I know, oh. to see if you guys can guess it. Okay, okay, I like. So this. these right. are poorly described board games from our oh, Instagram listeners and followers. And, no, we'll just shout them out. And okay. awesome people. So we'll oh, start that's with cool. This one. I so love I want you to imagine things. that like someone's trying to explain a game to you and. They're, doing, they're it doing it very poorly. So like, oh, in this game, you like put these workers on this <laughs> like spot, the way I and games. then you get like a resource. And Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> so you like do. So I I might change my voice and inflection yeah. to fit Please some do. of that thing. Yes, so get into it. Here we go. This oh, is from yeah. Dub and Dub Games. Okay. Who is a newer listener and want to say thank you for the rating on Apple Podcast. So Ooh, boom, Dub and Dub. Thank you. So that is uh, one thing I'm going to interrupt Jeff really quick to talk about. If you are a fan of the show, if you love what we do, mostly what Jeff does, please, <laughs> please, please go and rate us. Uh, if you can rate us anywhere you can, Apple Podcasts is probably the most visible, I would say. And we are really, really trying to grow the show. And that can really only happen, you know, from with help from you guys you know so if you enjoy what we do please take a minute to maybe rate us five stars maybe even leave a little review talking about how great jeff is something like that would be cool <laughs> yeah and there and well, people have rated us so they, i'm not just trying to like all the other people thank you you know chris and michael and 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 all you have great people who have have supported the show so 100 thanks yes so, and every time we see one of these reviews we get very excited oh, we get so very pumped, excited. like text each other we're like oh my god we share it us. all oh, over so the place I show the dogs. I'm like, look at this. <laughs> okay, so here we go. All right. Um, in this game, you like stare at your friends for a bit, and you play a card. Mind. And if you're wrong, you die. Okay, you look at your friends. You play a card. And if you're wrong, you die. Wait, read yeah. it again. Read it again. Read it again. Natalie was right. She just yelled it in the middle. Oh, it was the mind. It's the mind. No, it's the mind. Was that wrong? Do I have to wait? Well, I was trying to finish. that, and I was like, that's it. I'm like, what else could it be? Yeah, no, it's the mind. Gotta be the mind. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good job. So that was yeah. You stare at your friends for a bit, and then you play a card. Yeah, ding. Okay. This one's from the McMeeples. I like them. Just go on Instagram, check out their new Sam logo. And Mc- Sam and Michaela? Yep. Sam and Michaela. And they're going to start showing their face. So if you want to look at their face on Instagram, you can go look I'm at their face. I'm glad you ended that sentence with face. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's he doing? So in this game, you you like program workers and you farm a bunch of algae and then you trade with strangers. Do you program know this game? Underwater Worker. cities? No, you're not no. trading anything in underwater algae. cities. You've recently played this game. I, and I, you enjoyed I know. It. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, say it again. In this game, you program workers, you farm algae, and you trade with strangers. Oh no! That's not what did we do? We do I own this game? Do you want me to say it? No, no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Loyang? No. Oh. Algae? <laughs> Loyang? You have like fruits and veggies. <laughs> circadians. Circadians. Yes, yeah. it's circadians. Oh, first one. Yep, yep, yep. I know. I was like, all right, that's a good one because I know you guys just played it. So first. 
<laughs> fantasy and one some flights. Yeah, we are. Uh, Wait, right, we're, right, no, we're not competing, are we? Well, yes, fantasy we are. and some Shiza. flights. Our, our good friends Dalton and Nelson. Yeah, yeah, you. Check out their podcast as well. Fantastic so, podcast. They say, oh, so in this game, first you mine stones, and then your horses turn into tanks, and then you use the stones to build the internet. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Natalie, I don't think you play this game, Ryan. You might first have. you mine stones. So in this game, first you mine stones and then your horses turn into tanks and then you use the stones to build the internet. Horses turn into tanks? <laughs> you build use stones to make the internet? <laughs> What's great is I hope there's people listening who like are like, I know it. Like I feel like Okay, this would okay, make sense okay, okay. Could it be it. is it like a, it's gotta be like a civilization type game? Yeah. Okay, is it, is, it, is it Civilization? No. Is it Through it's the, the Ages? One. Yeah, it's Through the Ages. Okay, Through oh, the okay. Ages. Good one. Awesome. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense, I guess. You guess, huh? Well, I haven't played it, but it makes sense, like... Yeah, that you're taking... Things are yeah. progressing yep. That you all of a sudden invent the I want to know what drink that they were drinking when they came up with that <laughs> yeah, one, because that's, that's really funny. <laughs> all right, remind me, I got to come back to Sam's. Okay. All right, so I don't want to miss that one. Yep. So this is um, max.zax. I always call. I always look at it as max.zax, but it's not. It's M-A-K-S.Z-A-K-H. But anyway, so... Z-A-K-H. No, just H, I think. Zach. Yeah, but anyway, well, that's a way to he's that. he's he's popped up Z-A-K-H? on the show. No, it's not. He's, he's popped up on the show a few times. Okay, um, but let's call him Max from here. Okay. okay, and so this is a game where you trade resources and insults as you try to overdevelop an island with roads that lead to nowhere. <laughs> um, Catan. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. <laughs> okay being friends Long official road, i win yeah <laughs> being friends official go check out their youtube channel yeah. subscribe to oh them. my god all right i gotta talk about being friends official they have what episode were we just talking about that they have that blue oh, yeah. i wonder if it's like i thought it was their two-player i think like, it is their two-player player game wow i just looked at that that has twenty-one thousand killing it views now there's gotta be a reason why right so go to being friends youtube channel and check their content out it's fantastic yeah all right they got a good one so this game just has a sweet magic sword guy. <laughs> a sweet magic sword guy? Swordcrafters. Yeah. No. Um, sweet magic sword Think of the cover I'm... of the box. Oh, oh a sweet oh. magic sword guy. Mage Knight. Mage Knight. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep. 41. Okay. Here we go. Oh, 41? I have four. Don't keep score. <laughs> yeah, just don't, don't. Yeah. That's fine. All right. This is the runaway leader who I believe is new to the inbox. This is Omar. Okay. This game is about getting rich in California. It has a Western theme, cool horse meeples, and a magnet. Great Western Trail? No. But that's oh, a good a guess. Magnet? A magnet? A yeah. magnet. I've, I've never played this game before, so I can't vouch for any of those things. Pioneers? No. Getting rich in the West. In California? A horse meeple. Is it like a gold... Again, I can't vouch for any of this because okay. I've never played this. No, I'm just asking you know, what you it? said. Go, uh, I don't know if you've played a horse, meeple, and a ma- I don't think I've a ever magnet. played a game with a magnet. Have you played Coloma? Nope. Apparently, does Coloma have to, a though. magnet? That, Me too. I think Coloma, is that a stronghold? Maybe. Game? It does pop up. I, I see it on Instagram every once in a while. I see it, people playing it. It's something Looking I do want to play. it up. All right, well, here's Emily's. Oh, okay. Date Night Stop, yep. She just said, Mama Needs Wine. <laughs> Viticulture. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Oh, that's um, great. What about Sam's? Final uh, Sam, frontier. I think I might no, no. want to do Sam's last. He said that's it for, for Oh, Emily's. I thought you meant that's it for yep, yep, yep. Yeah, no, let me come back. I want to come back to, uh, gotcha. to Sam's Final Frontier games. Why Sam's been... Uh, Sam and Ryan are on the same uh, vulgarity uh, train, so oh, we're going to go back dirty. to that. Yeah. She got... Yeah. Okay. We share, her and I share a brain in that way, yeah. I think. <laughs> it's good. Yep. It's a good thing. 
So bad board game covers, which I'm in this bracket where I have to fill out. So if you're, uh, I, it's, it's already gonna be over. I, I know. I want to tell it. people to vote for I you know, right now. I can. If done, Jeff yeah. wins, vote mad board gamer account, vote for the next mad board gamer. I don't game, even know, regardless game of what it is. Yeah, even if you don't even like it. What if he's against Sam? In the oh. next one. I mean, you got to vote for him vote. still. Sam, yeah. vote for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, vote for me, Sam. I'll send you a game. As long as one of you gets through. Yeah. All right, so Bad Board Game Cover says, this game is pretty much a game where you refuse to discard cards your spouse needs in order to complete their expedition. You refuse to discard cards your spouse needs to... For their expedition or to go on their expedition. For their expedition. An expedition I know you've played. I know you played this one. I think you've probably played this one. You're refusing to discard cards. You don't want to discard them. Nope, not giving that because to you. Because if I discard it, it you can take familiar. it from me. Yeah, then some, your spouse oh. might want it. Your spouse might want it. Or or just the person you're playing uh, with. Or the against. person. So it's a two-player game. It's a two-player oh, game. It's two-player. Where if you discard a card, someone could take it and go on the expedition. The expedition? Expedition is throwing me. Oh. It's a two-player game. You want me to say it? Yeah. Lost. Lost cities. Oh, oh, Lost cities. Of course. Of course. You just yeah. explained it so terribly we couldn't get it. I know, right? <laughs> this is another one from no. Bad Borgie oh, Cover. I says, feel stupid. Your boss, Bob, reams you for wasting valuable company resources. Time stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. This is Bulls and Boards. Okay. Bulls and Boards. We know them. Yep. Good stuff. You are a bunch of animals, and you must band together to herd cats who are really into property management. Property management. <laughs> you have not played this game, but I know you want I know to, and it. you've had it for a while. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if you it. have it or if you've gotten rid of it recently, but okay. So you are a bunch of animals. You're a bunch of animals, <laughs> and you band together to herd cats who are really into property management. <laughs> what the hell is this? What is this? What is this game? And I it's and I root. wanted this. Oh, I almost oh, said root. Oh, say it. Yeah. So yeah. root. I, I think the cats the cats kind of take over the board, oh, okay. and you're these other animals yeah, trying okay. to like kind of fight that them off. That threw me. Okay, that's hilarious. Uh, Jim Gamer yeah, boy. says the world has gone to shit. Deal with it. <laughs> so this is a game where the world has gone to shit and deal with oh, it. Oh, CO2. No, but that's a good... That would fit that category also. I think I know what it is. The world's gone to is shit. Is it a splatter game? No. Oh. <laughs> it's something that's happening. It's like it's like current events. Pandemic. Pandemic. Oh, doy. Yeah. Okay. The doy dot the desk. Is it the doy dot the desk at all? Yeah, the doy. <laughs> uh, table game Mark, who I've never, I don't know if table game Mark has been in the inbox. Yeah, this before, is a so new welcome. This is a table new game one. Mark. So this is a game where you collect raw fish and condiments to score points. <laughs> oh, sushi go. Sushi go. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're keeping score again. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you got two yeah, in a row. Two more. <laughs> Feeling sweet. Yep. What are you, Frankie and golfing now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frankie, Frankie shaves, school, shaves points or she's what? A, she's a shamer now. She's had a couple golf lessons and, and she told Natalie what to do on her swing. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh boy. She doesn't listen to work. What a dweeb. Kyle will laugh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that what Kyle just laughs at us making you just make fun of Frankie and he'll laugh. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. That funny? Well, when we played golf this last time, Frankie was like getting real mad because she would like we were just sitting there on like the green and she like just kept hitting the ball like back and forth off the green <laughs> and walking back and forth and me and Kyle are just standing there and I was like I was like, oh man, she's so pissed. He's like, I know. And I was like, it's really kind of funny when she's pissed. He's like, I know it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what are you guys saying? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, over oh, Frankie. <laughs> Poor Frankie. Poor Frankie. How's work in the lunchroom, Frankie? Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Poor Frankie. <laughs> all right, this is Low Carb Susie. See if you can guess this game. Now, I might have to give you a hint here. Okay. So, Low Carb what, Susie. What Low Carb like, Susie sent me is drafts, but not quite. Now, okay. I need to give you something that drafts 
is a UK name. Are you saying giraffes? No, like, like giraffes. <laughs> giraffes. Oh, draft. Okay, like okay. giraffes. Like, so it's okay. spelled D-R-A-U-G-H-T-S. But like droughts. No. Wait. How? Oh. D-R-A-U-G-H-T-S. Isn't that droughts? No, it's drafts. Oh, it's drafts? Then what does that mean? Like card draft? No. It's a UK way. No, it's a UK way of it's a game that's called drafts in the UK. Oh, is the name of a game? I have no idea what's happening. You can't tell us the name Drought of the game. Drought is D-R-O-U-G-H-T. It's oh, a different thing. Oh, you. So, <laughs> so Drought. That's the name <laughs> of the Wait, game. So no, the, the name of the game in the UK is called Drafts, but we call it something else. We call it Checkers. So Checkers and Drafts is apparently the same-ish thing. Really? From the UK oh. and the United States Wait, of so America. you just gave it to us? Okay. D- no, but it's not Checkers. What? <laughs> All right, so let's say the clue so again. Well, said, now we know. So now we know drafts. The yeah, American checkers. version so, is, of the clue is checkers. Yes, yeah, the so American clue. And the, clue, the American clue would be checkers, but not quite chess. No. Oh, Chinese chess. No, Chinese <laughs> drafts. <laughs> it's yinch. Oh, okay. So kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, hold on. If you're poorly explaining it, that was funny. British game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's pronounced what? Noun British. Drafts. He's right. Face. Yep, he's right. <laughs> wow. Did you have to look that up? Yep. How to say it? Moving on. Drafts, British English, or Checkers, American English. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is a group funny. of strategy board games for two players, which involve a group. Maybe there's, but again, it's, that's the equivalent. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. and You're Low right. Carb Susie. You're right. Had, You're had right. Low Carb Susie. Holy This cow. next one is from Plurpy. That's a great name. Um, this is Steven. He's a new listener, so I'm hoping he's listening to this as well. Uh-huh. This is so. This is a game where you grow fruit, food, kill animals, have sex, do some renovations, Agricola. and try not to starve. Yeah. Heck yeah, Agricola. Agricola. Yeah, noise, noise. <laughs> Better half reviews. I gotta come to have animals have sex. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. That's well, what I was like, it could be Caverna. <laughs> yeah. So Better Half Reviews says this is a game where you're gonna steal stuff really quietly, and then you're gonna run to an escape pod. Steal stuff really quietly. There's a couple of variations of this game. Space? And then run Something to in the space. Pod. Magic maze? No. Oh. Survive in space. <laughs> no. Clank in space. Clank in space. Oh. Yeah, yeah, clank in space. Yeah, ah. clank in space. We're taking score again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a few more. Emotional Cyborg gave me some really good ones. Uh-huh. So I have a few from Emotional Cyborg. Now, so this is a game <laughs> where you designate a dead guy who's going to toss cards at you as you fail to interpret art and catch a fictitious killer in a random situation. Dead man's draw? What is it? A dead man? <laughs> so you designate a dead guy to toss cards at you as you fail to interpret art to catch a fictitious killer in a random situation. <laughs> is it... What? Is it... Is it, it reminds me of like Dixit, but there's like a dead Ooh, guy. Ooh, it's kind of like Dixit with a dead guy. That's exactly what the game Mysterium. is. It's called Mysterium. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Which Boom. is Dixit with a dead guy. Dixit with a dead guy. Yep. All right. Okay. The thing that th- I thought there was dexterity involved. I'm like, he's throwing cards at me. Oh, he's just ta- yeah, more of tossing. He's hand- yeah, yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. the cards. Yeah. Okay. He's got this one here. All right. You're gonna grab some colorful cards to get other colorful stuff, so you can build rock dudes. <laughs> <laughs> rock dudes. Oh, oh, oh. That's um, that's uh, Century Golem. Yeah, the road. Century oh, okay. the Golem one. Yep. Yep. Okay, the point of the game is to get points, which you do by collecting <laughs> these neat chips, which get you can get free every turn, but if you don't buy stuff, then you just spend them later, and then you have this great tableau, and you win. <laughs> what the hell 
What? I can imagine. Like this is how someone poorly would explain. Yeah, because this this could be a thousand games. Yeah. The point of the game is to get points. Yep. Which you do by collecting these neat chips, which you can get for free every turn if you don't buy stuff, and then you spend them to get more cards, and then you have a great tableau, and then you win. It's it's got yeah, splendor. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right, and the last one. So last one. This was a little long, but last one. Miss French Toast. Oh boy. Sam. Sam says. Samsonite. <laughs> I've had to try to do this in like a different voice. So do it in the Harry Potter voice. You, Harry. <laughs> okay. So you put your hand below and move it real fast until you score. Happy salmon. Get it stuck. Oh. Or get covered in white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll read it again. Okay. All right. So you put your hand below and move it really fast until you score. Get it stuck or get covered in white stuff. <laughs> get your hand until you stuck? score. Get it stuck. So this is a game where you put your hand below and move it really fast until you score, get stuck, or get covered in white stuff. Do we know this game? Oh, yeah. You own it. Score, get stuck, (laughs) or get covered covered in in white stuff. I love this game. (laughs) This sounds amazing. So my guess, I thought it was like Pie Face, like that game Pie Face where you got to push something, but it's not Pie Face. Until you score. I'm not going to cheat. Until you score. Okay. You put your hand. (laughs) You put your hand below. You move it around really fast until you score. Get it stuck or get covered in white stuff. Clask. Clask. Yep. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Nice. Yep. Wait, that covered in white stuff. She's right. Covered, covered in white, in white stuff. stuff. The, big black piece, the big black piece is covered yeah. in white stuff. <laughs> you missed an opportunity there, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was it. That's awesome. That was so a fantastic federal tax return. Uh, in this episode's <laughs> federal tax return. <laughs> well, now it's time to hear about a game getting the guts ripped out of it by our resident beater downer, Natalie the Flatulenter. So let her rip, Natalie. Ooh, let her rip. Board nice. game beatdown. Let her rip's a fart joke. the <laughs> Flatulator. <laughs> On today's board game beatdown, I did something a little bit different again. Oh, yeah, baby. Did you go on Reddit again? Baby. Yeah, basically. You did? Um, <laughs> Reddit is a, Reddit's a bevy of content. Instead of like beating down one game again, I thought I would look up what some people said was their worst or weirdest board game experience. You have to evolve to grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's do some it's different stuff. It's still kind of like negatives. Yeah. Which, still kind of like negative. Which is like... You know, what the show is all about, down. negative. No, no it's the, what the beatdown's about. Yeah, for sure. You know? Okay. Um, so here are a few things that I found. Uh, Mr. Hellpop. <laughs> Hellpop. Mr. Hell. Mmm. Delicious. Risk is banned from our family gatherings because of an incident in which my Uncle John broke an alliance with my Uncle Dave. Dave literally flipped the board and stormed out of the house. We had to send my grandma out to talk to him because we were worried he would come back from his truck with a gun. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> What game Grandma was it? had to calm risk. down. Risk. Ooh, that's risky. Man, risk yeah. sucks. Wow, yeah, risk Buy is better games. terrible. Yeah. Uh, you're, you not just, you're not just like reinforcing the same place <laughs> over and over again, are you? Yeah. Reinforce <laughs> more. It doesn't work. <laughs> Useful Grain 2 says, played a game of curses with my friends and my then girlfriend. Uh-oh. We hadn't been dating long Dang and I guess girlfriend. she hated it or them because a couple of rounds in, she put her head down and pretended to be asleep. Like, didn't excuse herself from the game or anything. Just put her head down and stopped <laughs> responding to us. Whoa. We kept playing in spite of this and just skipped over her turn. But was boy, dead. was it awkward. Yeah, that sounds awkward. <laughs> yeah, did he, did he weird. break up with her after that? Yeah, or I wonder if like a really the, good lay. That was girlfriend. the tipping point. Oh, right. Yeah. That was the tipping point. Yeah, probably. Okay, okay. That's funny. Um, Marmoticon <laughs> says, had a sort of bizarre one over all things legendary Marvel. Okay. 
Good game. We were getting beat badly by one of the masterminds that makes you discard a card <laughs> and getting a KO card from a scheme twist. Oh, yeah, the scheme okay. twist. Those things are yep. bad. The cards were just coming up in a way that we were, were totally crippled. Right about the point we realized we were going to lose and we were too far into a hole to fight anything, one guy stands up, kicks over his chair, throws his cards on the <gasps> table, and then spit on the board and shouted, this game is too fucking random. It's bullshit. <laughs> I hate randomness. And stormed out. Whoa. <laughs> Spit on the board. Spat on the board. Why? That's a new level of rage quit. Yeah. yeah. You know, I could I can get behind or, or I can understand like you get so mad you need to throw something. But you're gonna spit like, on my board. We always have a joke on Monday of the so screaming mean. pillow that you need a pillow right. to yeah. scream into. But man, to like physically abuse the board. Yeah. It's like Natalie a table... does the same thing by the way with the fart but she has a farting pillow. Oh right, right. So it's like in TTS, <laughs> like tabletop you. simulator where you can flip the I do board. not, by the way. Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. All right. Yep. Spitting on the board. Holy cow. Um, Matt Tatar. I don't know. Matt Tatar. Matt Tatar. Trying to play Twilight Imperium 3 with a disinterested alcoholic. Ooh. He likes short or simple games, but TI3 is neither short nor simple. Nope. He was engaged like at first, hours. but soon got lost in the rules and got bored and started drinking. And <laughs> TI3 is long enough to put down a lot of drink. And when the drink was gone, he started to gross everyone out Uh-oh. just for entertainment. Showing his belly, doing sexy dances, going cool. to the fridge and eating raw <laughs> hamburger, then smearing it over the pieces. <gasps> when that didn't work, what? he got nasty, making... NSFW remarks to get attention like and what? then just openly abusing people. <gasps> like physically? <laughs> we finished the game. I don't recall who won, only that it was a relief that it was over. You finished the game? Wouldn't you just pack up and leave? I want to know more about this situation. <laughs> what are these NSFW things he was saying? Eating raw hamburger meat? And smearing it on the pieces. Like after you eat it and it was in your mouth? That's like a next level of spatting on the board. Ew. What a weird experience. Weird okay. Uh, Chud Munson says. <laughs> oh, hey, Chud. <laughs> the, name's, hey, Chud. the name's Munson. Chud, Chud. Munson. You call me Chud, you understand? <laughs> Chud. I could just imagine him like, with his varsity jacket for like wrestling. It says Chud. 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 Oh, What's man. You don't want to wrestle go Chud, against bro. Chud. <laughs> Chud's good. <laughs> uh, well, Chud says. <laughs> you can call me Chud. <laughs> <laughs> Probably playing Fog of Love. It's just... So not my type of game. Role-playing an awkward relationship with my buddy is pretty low on my list of desired game experiences. Hey Chud, you want to play hey, some Chud. Fog of Love? I'll give you some Fog of Chud. Oh my God. Chud sounds like penis, right? Ch- it's not yeah, just me, is it? Chud. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yeah it sounds like Chud. <laughs> yeah, okay. I knew yeah. there was a reason why it sounded yeah. like that. Okay, good. Thanks. All right. Chud. Enough with the Chud. Listen here, Chud. Enough with the Chud talk. Oh my God. <laughs> Move on. Move on from the chud. Got my two and a half inch chud in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's real thick. <laughs> no. Oh, oh chud. Right. Chud Munson. <laughs> is it C H U D? Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be. Is it, is it double D? No. <laughs> one D. Chud. chud. Two D's. The name's Munson. Chud Munson. <laughs> My name is Munson, but you can call me Chud. <laughs> Everyone just calls me Chud. I hope someone named Chud is not listening to this. Is, this, is his real name Chudwick? I don't know what his actual name is. Send him a message. Anyways. This Chud me, I want to look, I want an Urban Dictionary Chud real quick. All right, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, should I? Yeah, you can keep going. Okay. Going. Uh, this one's gross. Varsal. <laughs> this one goes. says, so at a board game thing with open signups, and I have a copy of Shogun. 
One of the signups is a very large set man whose hygiene was, well, a yet-to-be-discovered technology in his tech tree. <laughs> anyway, he was leaning up against the board, emitting this weird odor that was like someone managed to cause oh. urine to ferment into some sort of cheese or <sighs> yogurt. <sighs> it had an upside because it prevented anyone from consuming food or beverages. But the friendly local game store with a rule saying you can't exclude people from your game, so we suffer through it. Anyway, game ends and the guy trundles off to be someone else's problem, except... There's a mark in the shape of his hands because he's been sitting with his hands on the edge of the board. He hadn't oh, been eating. He just managed to no. soak his particular funk into it. What? Oh, and about one-tenth strength smell, which was still obnoxious. Manufacturer was good enough to send me a new one, which was awesome of them, but Did holy they tell crap, him the story? that was horrible. He had to get a whole new board because this person permanent. put his hand on it. What a Isn't that fucking disgusting? chud. <laughs> oh my God. Here's what oh I found. Right. Chud, used to describe someone who was repulsively unattractive. Oh. Alternately, someone who is amateurish or unsuccessful in any given field. Damn, there are some ugly chuds at this party. <laughs> Way to fail that exam. You're such a chud. What are these losers doing here? It's like Chudsville, USA. <laughs> Chudsville. Chudsville. Oh my oh my. So that is disgusting. There Isn't are that? that that is a downfall of the hobby is that there are some smelly people. Yep. Yeah. And 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 some, sometimes when you're smelly, you don't know you're smelly. You need someone to almost Somebody be to tell that you person to be like, listen, you smell. But chances are the smelly person has friends who are also smelly. So be, in that group of friends, no one's smelly. So this, yeah, that's yeah, it's gross. Rough. I mean, it's so. You're right. Did he like tell the manufacturer like? Hey, yeah, did he tell him yeah. the story? Uh, Here's what happened. happened. Yeah, this fucking chud. <laughs> Read it on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, Yoda, which is like Y O D U H H. That's funny. Yoda. Yoda ninety nine says, one time I was opening up a brand new copy of Chaos in the Old World. Opened up a copy of Chaos. I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get the plastic shrink off the board game. Mm. I used tiny scissors of my pocket knife to cut the plastic. Okay, I know I made those. sure to be very yeah. careful not to poke the ends of very the scissors into the careful. board when poking sure. through the plastic. Sure. But yep. once I started cutting through the plastic, the bottom edge of the scissors made contact with the board, causing a big, ugly white scratch in a region <laughs> of almost all black color. So it really stood out. The groin? He's using <laughs> a lot of caps. I couldn't believe I scratched the board seconds after taking it out of the box for the very first time. <laughs> it's such a beautiful board, minus that awful scratch. What a it took chud. me quite a while to get over that one. <laughs> oh, well. well, well this, if that's the worst thing that happened to him, yeah, that's not terrible. Don't worry this about chud it. Chud just needs to do a little You're bit. You're right, Chud. <laughs> yeah. Chud Munson. He <laughs> really chud that board up. Uh, oh, I just chudded it. <laughs> Let's see. Said Spectre 1. <laughs> says, I had my in-law throw a profanity-laced tirade at me during a game of resistance normally she's pretty friendly but the beast erupted in a fit of rage (laughs) finger pointing in language that would make a sailor blush when i accuse her of being a spy (laughs) after it was done i calmly looked at her and said sounds like something a spy would say or something along those lines she used some more colorful language sat back down and then just glared at me for the rest of the game social deduction games can do that it can (laughs) bring out some yeah they bring out the farts in natalie a lot don't they That's how you know she's a spy. Is it you? <laughs> it is. Oh, you did it's it. Like, <laughs> I know. You can tell when you're lying. You chudded. Yeah. You chudded. You chudder. <laughs> What'd you have for dinner? Chudder cheese? Ew. Gross. Chud is like the new like moist. Uh, chud is a gross it's word. A gross it's a word. moist yeah. chud. All right, continue. Um, I didn't put the person who said this, but they said it's probably chud. I've had water poured over my head after blocking someone in Ticket to Ride. What? Wait, say that again. What'd you say? I've had water poured over my head after blocking someone in Ticket you know, to Ride. You know, it's crazy how angry that makes people. <laughs> yes. 
that game can get you can get you can get pissed you can off. block people yeah. in that game oh and man it, it sucked because well, you can like, work the oh, whole game whole trying game. to get this whole this route and then someone's like beep yeah just for the purpose of doing that head it's tough wow you waterboarded this one is nuts these last two are nuts it's okay okay uh, I don't know how to say this. Less an ass? I don't know. Less an ass? <laughs> it's like L-S-A-N-A-S-S. Okay, yeah. Less an ass. They yeah, said. Or lesion. I got stabbed in playing Millbornus. Millborn. Millborn. Okay, Millbornus. Bill used to have that. I'm glad you know what it is because I wrote down what it was afterwards. I got stabbed while playing Millborn. Millborn? Yep. Okay. Brother and I were at wit's end because of who knows what. I was 18 or so and he's three years older, so guy stuff. 21. And I either... Coop foray Math. or made other snarky comment and he dove over the cards <gasps> and tackles me. I start fighting to get him in control and he grabbed an unsharpened wooden pencil <gasps> and stabs me in the chest with oh, the business end. With the business, the business end. end. He's got the business end <laughs> of no a pencil. No declared winner and Milborn requires a mediator now. What? They still play it? They got <laughs> I know. You I looked it up and like, this is like a stupid little like, game from yep. the 50s. Yep, it's an old game. <laughs> what? Stabbed the business Gosh. end of the pencil. I'm going to stab you with the business end of my yeah. pencil later. And my personal favorite slash grossest. <laughs> MEJ says, Oh boy. The weirdest was Michael when Jackson. I was playing Flux on a date. I was supposed to take <laughs> yes. one of his cards from him. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. What's going to happen? When you can't get through it, it's the best thing in the world. She's totally Jimmy Fallon right now. <laughs> I was supposed to take one of his cards from him, and he shoved his entire hand down his pants and smirked at me. I get what he was attempting to do, but it was gross, ineffective, and downright horrifying. <laughs> Beyond the unwanted advance, I really care about my games and keep Wait. them in fantastic... His hand of cards is what he shoved. Okay, down I'm his like, hand. what do you mean? Oh, his, like, what his was he hand, trying to yeah. do? Yeah, whole, yeah so I thought was, you were just. He was supposed to take okay. one of his cards from him, and he, he put said, the whole boom. hand of cards down his pants. Go get him. He needs to be burned. Then, he, then <laughs> yeah. she, she yeah, said, chud. "Yeah." Uh, basically, chud. she said, "I sent that copy home with him and bought myself a new one." His cards touched this chud. Yeah, were they not? What the? They're not, to, they're not together anymore, right? They have to. No, it was just like one date. That was their first date. I. He put. That is Chud. If anybody out there that thinks Chud that's Munson. a good idea, yeah, it is one hundred percent a bad idea. It's a bad it's not you're not gonna that's not a win. No it's a bad idea on the in. on the thirtieth. That's a bad idea when you've been married for twenty years. Yeah. Right. Yeah, don't this no is why people sleeve their cards. <laughs> yeah, you get your ball chalk over oh, all my cards. Like you don't really you know this person. Got Chud all over my weird. cards. Yeah, I don't want your Chud my your Chud cards. That's all I got for board game. That's a good. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Chud Munson? (laughs) You got beat down the worst, Chud. (laughs) So on today's game of the episode, we are playing another rousing game of board game or bullshit. If you don't remember this game from way back in episode (laughs) forty-five, here's how it works. I'm going to give Natalie and Jeff five games each, and they have to determine if what I'm giving them are actual games. Or just some bullshit that I made up. Whoever gets the most correct wins. We're doing it a little differently this time. The first time we did it, I just gave you the name of the game. I went one step further this time, and I'm also providing the the Board Game Geek description for the games. Okay? Now, it's either the Board Game Geek description or Ryan Brain that has come up with this. So, okay. you have to tell what is... Uh, is this a board game or bullshit? Natalie, you're going to be first. Okay. We know if there's any yeah, Pacificas in it. It's... Yeah, Pacifica. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was thinking about that when I was doing this. I was like, okay, try not to go into your own life here because Jeff will sniff you out. <laughs> Natalie. Right. Okay. This game is called Patch History. Okay. <laughs> okay. Patch History is a strategy game with cards that symbolize historical heroes and wonders, with the whole game being divided into three eras. During the game, you acquire these cards through auctions and expand your territory by placing cards so that they overlap one another on a 5x5 space. 
patch history. Like patch and then the H also is the history. The his- yep, exactly. It's like one word where patch and history are... Oh, Natalie's doing this by herself. Scrunched yeah. right. Okay. This is just Natalie, yes. I have no... Okay, then what's the next one? Patch history or... <laughs> Is that a board oh, game or okay, is yeah, it bullshit? Right, yeah. yeah, is that you have to determine <laughs> no, is that it, a board it, game it, or is it bullshit? What's this game called? <laughs> Choo <Choo-choo>. choo! Oh. <laughs> and now the inbox. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is patch history right. a board game or is it bullshit? Is it Natalangus? All right, I'm gonna write down. I'm gonna write down my guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Patch history. I thought I'd be able to figure it out quickly. One second. Nope, you're wrong. What? Okay, Jeff. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, that's a tough one, huh? I'm going to say bullshit. Okay. Should I tell you right now or yes. should we go back? Okay. Incorrect. Board game. Damn. Board. I guess, boy, I guess. You guess board, board game? game? That is an actual board game. The name um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Patch history. Yes. Patch history. Jeff, Pitch- you ready for your number Pitch- one? History. Pitch- yeah. Pitch- I don't know how you say it. Patch history is Pitch- probably not. Patch history. It's like patch history. Patch- yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, yeah. All I'm right, ready. Jeff. Outfoxed. Mrs. Plumpet's prize pot pie has gone missing, and now it's a chicken chase to crack the case. In out, Fox, you move around the board to gather clues, then use the special evidence scanner to rule out suspects. Out, Fox is a game. Out, yes. Yeah. You've heard of it? I did. Oh, you know it. I think it's a Haba game. Is it? It might be. Yeah. But yes, out, Fox is a game. Just so you guys know, I went deep into the annals of the the pages. Just again. But there is a chance. Like, I knew Patch History was a game. Okay, when I saw Patch History, I was like, I was like, I know that game. I was like, okay, they, they probably know. won't. Yeah, I didn't know that. But that's I, what I've I thought seen for, out Fox before. Okay, so that's okay. how you can do Sorry, well Natalie. this game is if you heard of the game. Right. Okay, Natalie, are you are you ready? Yeah. In the shadow of the emperor. That's the name. That's, that's the cool. name. In the shadow of the emperor is a tactical da- game for two to four players. Players represent aristocratic families at the court of the Holy Roman Emperor. Players seek to get their family members into influential positions within the various electorships of the empire. Is that a board game? Or is that bullshit? Sounds fun. Um, In the shadows of the emperor, it definitely has a board game name. Yeah. You know. I'll say board game. Oh, wow! You're correct. Yeah, yes. it's a board game. All right, Jeff, are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. Remembrance: The Yesteryear Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> Players step into the past, assuming the roles of famous dictators to alter history for the good of mankind. You want the name again? Rembrandt? Remembrance. <laughs> Rembrandt. The Yesteryear Chronicles. Is that a toothpaste? <laughs> Rembrandt. Yeah, I think it is. No, Rembrandt is a toothpaste. Oh, no. <laughs> not Remembrance. Remembrance. No, Rembrandt. Remembrance is not a toothpaste. I Rembrandt. Well, of course Rembrandt is a toothpaste. <laughs> wait, he was joking. Wait, is Rembrandt an, an artist? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's also a toothpaste. He, he drew very good teeth. Do you want? Do you want the whole thing again? I can give the whole thing. Again. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it's the Yesteryear Chronicles. Players step into the past, assuming the roles of famous dictators to alter history for the good of mankind. Oh, why? Why would they change? Why would they step in the role as dictators to change? I guess then you. It, I'm gonna go with bullshit. Ooh, yes, correct. Ah. It is bullshit. I remember instead it wasn't a game. Oh, Sounds cool, huh? It's like, oh, make Ooh, make so it. you go into like Benito Mussolini, so you, and you're like, I'm gonna make him not a dictator anymore, and change like it. it. Let's play. Like it. You have the power to be Hitler and undo all it. the Hitler-esque things he's done. Yeah, it's kind of cool, huh? Okay, Natalangus, Jangalangus, are you ready for the next one? Yep. Mrs. Puff's magical elixir. Are you ready? 
Mrs. Puffs. Mrs. Puffs. All right, you chill. P U F F. I mean, you ain't chill. Jesus. Whoops. All right, you All right, you chill. Chud. <laughs> That's gotta be the best. All right, you chud. All right, you chud. You ready for this? Mrs. Puff's magical elixir. Be the first to concoct the potion that has kept Mrs. Puff alive for centuries. Players use a card drafting system to attempt multiple different potions in a trial and error system created by E. George Montgomery. <laughs> Bullshit. It says the error system was created by E. George Montgomery. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah. It's a game. It's bullshit. Nice oh, job. Nice. When you tried to emphasize <coughs> that last part. E. George like, Montgomory, that's how you George, got it. E. George the George. We're doing good here. What's the score? Two to two. Two to two. Who goes after Natalie? It'll be the Jeff, your turn. Yep, Are you ready? My turn. Yeah, you ready? ready. You're ready for this? You're freaking chode. Yeah. <laughs> the chode is ready. All right, you chode. <laughs> 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 All right, Mrs. Puff's magical. Mrs. Puff's potion. magical elixir. I thought that. I thought there was a chance. All right, yeah. Jeff. Troll and roll. Okay. okay. Troll and. In this quick and brutal dice game, players assume the role of a troll and roll their way to victory, throwing rocks at unsuspecting goblins and finding men to crunch. The player with the most crunched bones has secured their place atop Troll Mountain. Is this troll and then like roll is and roll? No, and and troll and roll. Troll Roll. and roll. (laughs) But then it says players assume the role R O L E of a troll troll. and roll their way to victory. I'm gonna go with that's a game. All right, that is in fact a game created by Ryan James. (laughs) It is bullshit. Damn. When you said that, it reminded me of Lexi's little rap. Troll roll. Troll, molt, and roll. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't actually say that, but yeah, that, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so troll and roll was, in fact, bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Natalangus, Jangalangus, are you ready for the next one? Okay, here we go. Circle the wagons. <laughs> Each player in Circle the Wagons is fixing to build up their own boomtown, but only one will build the best in the West. Blaze a trail by drafting cards around the circle and placing them in your town. Yeehaw! Try to connect matching territories to score prosperity points. Prosperity points. Circle the Wagons. Is that a board game? Or is that bullshita? <laughs> Let's hear about it, you big joke. <laughs> <laughs> you big joke. <laughs> what is it you said? Like, All right, you chode. Like, let's oh, hear it. I mean, chode, what do you think? Chud, <laughs> <laughs> chode. <laughs> that is good stuff. Circle the wagons, Natalangus. I'm going to say bullshit. No, oh, that's a board game. He's right. Yeah, circle yeah. the wagons. Circle it's a board game. You heard, that? you heard of that one, too? Yeah. That's what a stupid name. That is what a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. And it's because circle of that is what a stupid wagon. name that I put it on this yeah. list, making you think that maybe that's just some bullshit. All right. Jeff, are you ready for the next one? Yep. <laughs> okay, Jeff, here we go. Horse fever. Oh, God. <laughs> Horse <laughs> fever. Horse fever. Is that like hay fever? Horse fever transports players to a setting based on the noir novels of the 1930s where each player is called on to impersonate rich bettors that will use any means necessary Horse to cause the bets fever. they place to pay off. That. Horse fever? <laughs> why would that be the name of a game? Yeah. Like... Why would someone? Why, oh my god! Is he giving if it this away? is a game, okay, I'm. A, I need to say something after this. I'm saying that this is bullshit. And then when you tell me it's a game, I need to say something. It's a game. This is absurd. So, 
I don't want to give this thing credit for me to say it's a game. Horse, horse fever? They, yeah, horse fever. There was a group of people that sat around That's a table great. and said, let's call this game Horse Fever. It's noir set in the 1950s, and you're going to call it Horse Fever. This should be like a game starring like Doc McStuffins. <laughs> like, all of these horses have stuffed Fever. animal fevers, and you get to be Doc McStuffins and help I these feel horses. Better, so much better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the horse fever should be about. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was, so a, I got that that was a good rant. Apparently Thank horse you for fever that. was a game. Horse fever shouldn't be. I'm looking at stupid horse. <laughs> All right, Natalie, are you ready? You're up, Chud. What's a, what's a, <laughs> is it still two? It's, are we still at 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, 2-2. Yeah, two, two. How many are left? Um, so each, I'm kind of jumping around. I think there's one each. One yeah. Each, yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is my last one. Yes. I think so. Here we go, Natalie. Poverty and affluence. Which will you be, impoverished or wealthy? In poverty and affluence, you will use your cunning bidding skills to speculate which items will make you rich, but be careful as the wrong one could send you to the poorhouse. Poverty and affluence. Game. Bullshit. Bullshit. That is not a game, my lady. Ooh, it could be a tie. Oh boy. This game is the worst. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about horse fever. You guys fever. are doing real good for a while. So horse fever <laughs> has a 7.0 on board game. <laughs> That's really high. That's pretty good. For a game called horse fever. Horse fever. It has been. <laughs> horse fever. So it also was re-implemented uh, by a game called Unicorn Fever. Oh. <laughs> of course. This is absurd. Unicorns are so popular. <laughs> that is, okay, that's really funny. Horse. Jeff, you ready for your last one? Yeah. It's not even that old. Horse fever. <laughs> okay. Horse fever. <laughs> All right, Jeff, the last one. Here we go. Yep. Batojutsu, Katana of Life. Lieutenant Colonel Morinaga Kiyoshi needs oh. swordsmen for the upcoming battle against the Kami, gods who have forsaken their place in the heavens to wage war against the battalions of the human race. Collect all pieces of the mystical katana of life and use Batojutsu to defeat the Kami and send peace rippling through the world. What's the name of the game? Batojutsu Katana of Life. Is this from his anime? I <laughs> see. <laughs> like like he watched the anime. That's that. <laughs> Like, that's a sword. That's just like what so. he starts to tell me about his anime. That's what it sounds like to me. When I talk about uh, Roni Kenshin, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Roni probably Kenshin. what this is from. <laughs> Roni Kenshin. Race of Roni yeah, Kenshin. Do you want to hear it again? Roni. No. <laughs> no. That is... Nobody knows what you're saying bullshit. anyway. Bullshit. Jeff wins! Yeah. That is some bullshit. <laughs> you're if you would have gave me an anime one, I would have said bullshit. It wasn't an anime <laughs> Bato Jutsu is from Yeah, those Rony are probably Kenshin. all real. However, everything I did... No, 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 no. Bato Jutsu I got... That's an actual thing. Bato Jutsu is a thing. It's like a sword oh. style. Sound like a character from No, no, it's like a sword style. And so I just... I made up the rest. I, 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 I actually went to um, Wikipedia... I typed in Betojutsu, and it told me about Lieutenant Colonel Morinaga Kiyoshi, okay. and I knew Kami oh, were like gods, so and so I'm like, okay, right. you could take yeah, this yeah, katana yeah, yeah. blade. And, All right, that was yeah. good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I can't believe I'm asking you this, but who won that chess game that Hakamura was winning? It's a seven day tournament. Oh, for the finals, it for the final. So Why okay, is this so long. <clears throat> you play so, one game and you're done. Well, there's like hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line here, okay? So there's four tournaments in the in the Magnus Carlsen <laughs> <laughs> tournament. Stupid. Magnus Carlsen won three of the four of them, and now there's this is the finale. So there's a, a finale. Oh, it's yeah, him against, and Hikaru Nakamura is facing him. Hikaru won day one. They play four games. Whoever wins the so most of four the, games. He won the first day. That was the day that... Today was day two. 
Magnus won day two. So they're tied Wait, one to one. They so have to the win day you seven were watching or four. It and you were saying he was winning yesterday. That's the one he, he did win. That. Hikaru won that oh, okay. one. That was the first day. They play seven days. You have each day. There's a winner. First to four wins. Oh right, right. right. So Hikaru won the first day. I feel like this thing Magnus has been going won today on for like three months. Yeah, it is. It's month. They're months. Really? Because each tournament is like a month <laughs> apart. Really? And then this is the finale. Because yep. every time he's like, oh, Magnus won. Is this Magnus chess tournament won. or bullshit? And I think it's over. And then, and then like a month later, he's like, Magnus won. I'm like, it's not here. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. He does. He keeps winning. Oh, we're going to find out if Magnus won. Yeah, he's what? a winner. He won. But Hikaru, he I watched his stream because he's the you know the biggest chess streamer on Twitch or whatever. And I was watching and his stream. he was on Billions. He was on Billions. And he said that he's walking away with at least 80K wow. from this tournament. So That's like a year's salary. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Could be. Okay. <laughs> Great job, Jeff. You have won oh, board game or bullshit. Yeah. You nice giant job, should. <laughs> you decipher, um, So to go back yeah. through, Patch History is indeed a board game, as is Outfoxed, which Jeff heard of. In the Shadow of the Emperor is a board game. Circle, Circle the Wagons game. is, which Jeff, you said you heard of that one? Yeah. And uh, Horse Fever. Horse Fever. The bullshit games Horse. were Remembrance, the Yesteryear Chronicles, which Jeff correctly guessed. Poverty and Affluence. Natalie got that one incorrect. That is bullshit. Mrs. Puff's Magical Elixir. I believe you got that one right. <laughs> yep, sure uh, Bato Jutsu, Katana of Life, won Jeff the game. That was bullshit, but he did miss Troll and Roll, which yeah, was also roll bullshit. Roll. All righty. Like drop and roll. Stop Troll and Roll. <laughs> Stop Troll and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's Tuck and Roll. Well, it depends if you're on fire or jumping out of a car. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's both, right? Yeah, there's both. Those are both things. <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. No, 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 no. It's tuck and roll. Stop, troll, and roll. <laughs> so you got to stop. You have to like... Act like a troll. You have to go somebody on the, on the internet and just troll somebody, troll and, then, somebody. and then roll away. <laughs> moonwalk. Don't moonwalk away from me. <laughs> like In today's trailer. top five, we are doing our top five board gaming moments. These aren't necessarily our best moments in, in like the middle of a board game, but surrounding board gaming in general is kind of the idea here. So uh, this time we're going to go Natalie, Jeff, me. Are we ready for this? Our top five board gaming moments. Natalie, what is your number five, m'lady? My number five is a little thing called <laughs> Gamer Dog. <laughs> really? Yeah. A little awesome. thing. Awesome. Tell us about Gamer Dog. I don't Dog. know if you remember from a year oh, ago. Oh, we remember. But <laughs> <laughs> we went to Gen Con last year. And we got this oh, game Jenkins. called Don't Get Got. Don't Get Got. And Ryan had a card where he had to, I think you had to have somebody look something fake I had up to on create, YouTube or something. I had to create a fake YouTube account, tell somebody about it, and get them to look it up. Well, he got me good because he <laughs> started this thing the in the game. car that yeah. morning on the way to the convention talking about like, hey, did you guys see the Gamer Dog Instagram or whatever? He's here. Yeah, he's, he's at, yeah, he's at Gen Con. He's you like, did pull up a picture of a dog. Too, yeah, right? you pulled yeah. a picture of his a dog, dog, and we're all like, "Oh no, that's cool." And he knew I love dogs, so I'd be like, "What's this all about?" You know. <laughs> and he kept the ruse up all day. Oh, I wonder if we're gonna see Gamer Dog and blah blah blah. And then somehow I don't remember exactly, but you were like, "You you should look it up or look what." That's yeah, a really like, funny or, YouTube thing, and she started doing it, and I was like. Yeah, then you just, I actually, I remember I had my phone. Oh, and I put the card. And you put the code, yeah, the card like right on top of my phone as I'm trying to look it up. And I was like, (laughs) go. But it was like hours. And that one, I think that won me the, the thing. Yeah, that, that was my one. third card. I think so too. Good one. That was, was also good. the most fun we've had with that game. Oh my God. I've played it since. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It wasn't as fun. It's, Yeah. Again, part of it's we're playing with you guys. Yeah, it was fun. And it was fun that it wasn't just like we have to do this in like a three hour span of like a yeah, game. Yeah, we did it like over the like weekend. Days. And so like it's harder when it's like in three hours because you're, you're just 
on edge that everyone's trying to like, right do mess their with things, you or right. do their thing, but it, you forget about it, you know, at four hours yep. later. And which I think was probably and, the intent of that. Yeah. I had a card that weekend that said, oh, it was like really "Pretend hard. to limp." I remember and that. Have someone ask you <laughs> yeah, what's wrong? He was wrong. so upset because none of so us were saying. So I proceeded to limp, and not one of my <laughs> so-called friends asked me what was wrong with me. I just don't care about your leg. <laughs> no one cared. I didn't even notice my you limp. limp. I just didn't notice it. That's all. There was, was there was a gas leak that weekend, yeah. so I just didn't notice. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Funny. I'm so sorry, Jeff. What that is your funny. number five? My number five also has to do with Gen Con, and it's just the I. The, my first year going to Gen Con, it was just Ryan and I, and it's kind of the first moment I saw and got to walk through the vendor hall. It was like, yeah. there's nothing like that. When the oh, doors the open time. and you see the vendor hall and you see all these people who like love the same stuff as you do, and everybody's usually really, really nice. Yeah. And just like seeing it for the first time being like just this massive, massive room of board games and people who are like me and just like, well, it was, it was very cool. I'll, I'll remember that moment and look forward to it hopefully next year i know um there's I you're love right the you're right there's hall. nothing like that first gen con experience seeing the vendor hall yeah, yeah. and it's the enormity it's of it and even beforehand where there's thousands of people standing outside yeah, every waiting. entrance just mm-hmm. waiting yeah everyone's taking pictures and videos because it's it's really a spectacle yeah. yeah you gotta if you haven't gone to a gen con i mean i say it's all the time you gotta go once yeah, at least once. once and experience that that vendor hall madness yeah, yeah. you know you at least just buy time. like a one day thing you just go for a day like yeah. but it's get there early it's yeah and, you know enjoy it because it's, it's so it's cool. fun and it's it's i don't want to take too much time here but it's so fun to just go through we had a plan me and jeff made these you know every year we make these lists of things and so we're like kind of like nervous energy like we gotta these are our competitors all these people yeah. we need <laughs> we want this game and yeah. so it was, it was really yeah cool. that's fun. a great pick my number five i've talked about this a thousand times it's a joke at this point and it's coming on here now because it the reason i say it every time it happens is because i thought it was really awesome and this is playing <laughs> attraction with richard launius <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i'm telling you that i say it all the time and it, again it's a joke but it we're at grand con a little convention in grand rapids and we're playing attraction which is just this little dumb game where you're throwing magnets at, <laughs> yeah. at other magnets and Mr. Arkham Horror walks by, you know, Mr. Defenders of the Realm, and he's just looking at our game, and we're just like, do you, do you want to play? And he's like, sure. And he sits down, and he starts playing with us. And he sees that I have, or maybe Jason had this, the um, the Builders, and he's like, oh, that's a great little game. I love that game. And we're talking to him. He's talking to us about the design of it. We're just throwing, you know, marbles, and Jeremy wins, and he can say, you know, he beat Richard Lanius at Attraction. <laughs> and he was just playing, sat down, just talked to us like, you know, like he's like he's just a normal dude, which he is. You know, they're yeah. all normal dudes. But, you know, to us, we're like, this is royalty yeah. in the board gaming world. And he's sitting at our table, and he hung out with us for like 45 minutes just playing games, that's shooting awesome. the bullshit. And it was just, it was just super cool. Yeah. So that's my number five moment is playing Attraction with Good Richard Lanius. Nice. Natalie, what is your number four? Uh, my number four is it also took place at Gen Con when we played for the first time the game Medium, and Ryan and I at the same time shout three, two, one, vagina. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's captured on video. That is captured yep. on video, and it was the only one you got right. Yeah, I know we were so <laughs> trash. Yeah, we were trash at that game for so long. It was great, and the one time you clicked was on vagina. <laughs> I know. And then it was great. Like that proceeded oh to be God. like a joke later, and it carried on to Grand Con. And yep. 
you know, with Mr. Really Measles and, and Dave. Thing. And yeah, it's Mr. Just, Measles is like vaginas. Your <laughs> thing? Yeah, it like, was so that's great. Funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was really it was funny. Really yeah, fun. we are we are chuds at that game though. Yeah. Well, we got much better. <laughs> we did. We we did. You improved. We, play, we played on the show. You one went from time. a chud we to were a chad. Oh, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we're just chads now. <laughs> All right, Jeff. What's your number four? My number four is when I started my board game club at the school that I teach at. That's a good one. Seeing so our first meeting with um, my students now who have long graduated and are probably 20, yeah, somewhere in the 18 to 21-ish range who have now graduated. That first group of, of kids that I got to see as sophomores, juniors, and seniors, like play games, get into it, graduate. And then this also goes, and when they graduated, they got me this very cool, like gigantic foot and a half tall like wooden meeple and which they is all now signed just it. A, a totem pole-esque thing yeah. in the game room so yeah it's, that's amazing and they all signed it. it just it's it's a moment i'll always like remember whether or not i don't know if i'll be able to play board games this year because of covid or whether or not we're in person so that was just something that i'll always treasure is that first yeah, group of, of kids cool. that were in the board that game is club. that's a fantastic yeah. one all right my number four is more something I'm proud of, but it also has kind of been negative in a way because it makes me not want to play this particular game, which is one of the best games ever, but it's my Lords of Vegas win streak. <laughs> You're playing it. I'm on like a 10. I could look it up. I'm on like a 10 or 11 game win streak, but I, it makes me not want to play it because I, I, I'm i afraid to break it because it's like I don't have very many games. There's not a ton of games that I am just like, like I have a, a winning streak at. I mean, how many games can anyone say they really have a, like a winning streak yeah. Yeah. at? And especially a game like Lords of Vegas is not like you're better. It's I'm like better than you. It's very it's swingy. incredibly swingy. And to come out on top, it's somewhere between nine and 11 times in a row is an achievement that I just am very proud of. And so that's my number four. My Lords of Vegas win streak. Good job, <laughs> Natalie, thank you. What is your number three? My number three... <laughs> Um, there was just one time where you and I played Caverna with Tom Vassell. I remember that oh, one. And Grand Con. We walk in and we see him and I don't know, you say hello or something and We don't need the dice tower. Yeah, yeah screw them. Yeah, so, no, it was it was yeah, you're right. It was, it was a That's cool, cool moment. I was just like, Hey, how you doing? And he was like, Good, wanna play a game? And we were just like, Okay, uh-huh. he's like, How yeah, about I would Caverna? Love you and we're like, cool. Okay, and he's like, Meet me there in like twenty minutes. We hadn't even been to our hotel room. We literally had just walked, we just walked in, in and then I think he walked away and we were just like, Oh my god, oh my god, what's that? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? That yeah. was that's cool. So and you beat him. That was really cool. In and we face, were on their dice tower. I faced him. And I we faced were on Mr. that Basil. dice tower YouTube like montage. Yeah, the board game breakfast. And episode. I remember showing Jeff. We're like, check this out. And it's like a. <laughs> it's literally just us clip. looking cool, at the though. table, like nodding our heads, like. Ooh. Yeah. So like a I remember that I have a, a kind of a side story to that where <laughs> I was gonna go to Grand Con with you guys, I think, and something. I don't know what came up. What it was. So it was, you would have been there. And oh. I would have been there and playing. And I remember you sent me a picture with you and Tom. Yeah, just like. Or the three. It might have been the three. No, of you. I know the picture you're talking about. And it was then just me in and that moment, I was at like my, lo- like the local game store and I took like a selfie and sent it back to like me sad in yeah. front of like <laughs> at <laughs> RIW. I, our, I was like, oh, yeah, you're like, playing with Tom no. Basil. I'm like, should I get sushi go? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So, yeah, that, that's a cool That's one. a good, yeah, that's, that's good. your number. Okay, that's awesome. Jeff, what is your number three? <laughs> number three. <laughs> um, I have a memory of playing this game, Ghost Stories, which is a game that got me into the hobby, really. Yeah. So I would say 
it's a, it's a tie between like ghost stories and Arkham horror, the amount of times playing Arkham horror. But we had this, this play of ghost stories at a nerd fest when nerd fest was kind of a little bit of hybrid of, of more video games and that kind of stuff. It was the second nerd. Um, fest. Yeah. It was at Ben's house yep. and it was, I got, cause I would probably would have went over there and just played Halo and played video games or whatever. And they're like, come over and play this game. We'll die in 10 minutes. That yeah. was kind of like, that's what I told them. Yeah. Yep. We're going to yeah, die yeah. in 10 minutes. Just play it. And it was an epic. We like won on it like a final so roll. Awesome. It was like the first time that they had won this game. And it was just, it was a awesome, such a fun play. It was, it's a co-op game. Ghost. If you, if you never played ghost stories, it's, it's great. The exact play really Jeff's talking about, hard. I made a session report on Board Game Geek for this. So if you go to my account, SandmanX82, you and you go to the, my session reports, you'll I wrote one on this exact play that Jeff's talking about. And I think the review the session report is called Don't Worry, We'll Be Dead in Ten Minutes. Or yeah. we'll be dead in five minutes. It was cool. Like so it's yeah, something that I, I'll remember because it got me into gaming, because it was just so epic. It was yeah. a lot of fun. It's clearly a memorable moment because I think I feel like you guys bring it up. Yeah, because it was well, because awesome. it was yeah. it was me, Jeff, Dave, and John, or was it Buddy? Um, I think it was John. It was either John or Buddy. Yeah, and um, yeah, I the the amount of strategizing that we were doing toward the end. Yeah, and I think you know, telling them we're gonna be dead, and then we're not dead. Yeah, you know, we might cool. now we might actually win. Yeah, it just created this like really cool. Yeah, it was, a lot it was of like fun. it was kind of magical at the time, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right, my <laughs> number three is a moment on Gen Con around Gen Con and the most recent Gen Con, in fact, and it is entitled "The Great Gas Leak." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, how did I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How That's could this not one. make the list? This was yeah. maybe one of the most funny, fun, hilarious, especially looking back on it. Like what? What? What the hell was wrong with all of us? It was so weird. So we've talked about it, of course, yeah. multiple times. But if you don't know what the Great Gas Leak is, and you're listening to us for the first time, we were playing a game of Penny Lane that Deepwater had bought that day. And there's these tiny little pennies. They're cardboard little pennies, but they're very, very small in the game. And at some point in the game, we lost one. And we just kind of assumed it fell off the table or something. We were going to yeah. get it later, yeah. I think. Well, it did fall off the table. We play the game. And now we're putting it away, and we're looking for this penny, and it's nowhere. It is nowhere. The game, the table it should be right on the should floor. be just right on the floor, just yeah. right there, because it's it's a, it's a penny. So it's even it's it's got this like it's this like copper shine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's shiny. It's not matte yeah, finish. Yeah. It's like a shiny finish, and so it's very small. But yeah, it's it should be right there. The table we were playing on was right against the the wall. <laughs> 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 so all of a sudden things started to get weird as we could not find this penny. But the more time that went on that we couldn't find it, the crazier we all got. We were looking everywhere in the house. Places. We were looking in the basement. I went the, the basement, basement door was like 10 feet away from the table. So we thought maybe it fell on the floor, rolled down to the basement. Stuff. Jeff opens the door, goes down to the basement. Uh, me and Dave <laughs> took the table top off of the table. It was glass. We just took it off. We're like, maybe it rolled under the table. We were like, look in your shoes. Everyone takes their shoes off, look, dumps their shoes yeah. out. At one point, we were convinced it flew off the bottom of the, the table that was closest to the wall, slid down the wall, <laughs> and entered the socket, the light socket, because the plate on the light socket was like a half inch disconnected from the wall. So we're like, that must be what happened. It fell in there. We were so like, convinced that we were videotaping when Joe was taking the, the plate off the wall and were dumbfounded and flabbergasted when, of course, it wasn't in there. <laughs> 
And so we just run around. We're all laughing like, our heads off. Like, yeah. It's got to be two in the morning. We're like just crazy running around. And Joe finds it. Where does he find it? Under the stove at the other end of the kitchen. He had to take the bottom of the stove off. That's how crazy we were at this point. We're just trying anything. <laughs> yeah. And we just hear Joe go, oh, my God, there it is. And we're like, what? we walk in, he's holding in his hands <laughs> the bottom the half, yeah, half of a yeah, stove. And we're like, what the hell are you holding? He's like, he's like, it's under the stove. Yeah, because seriously, it, that means it rolled off the table, rolled at least like six feet, then turned yep. to go it under the nuts. stove. It wanted to get the hell away from us. Yes. <laughs> so we, uh, we were like, what the hell happened to us? And I was just like, there has to be a gas leak in here. <laughs> So, that so, so it's a joke that we all say now. The great, the great gas al- alcohol. Leak. Yeah, we were all stone sober. We're just <laughs> yeah. freaking nerds. Yeah, it was. That, it was anyway, that was that an amazing moment. I will never forget that as long as I live. It's and it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened. That, the great gas leak <laughs> is my number three. Natalie, what is your number two? Oh, I'm I'm nervous. I'm taking this away from somebody, but. My number two is all the times we won the mind with the four of us. Twice. Twice. Yeah, which was twice. <laughs> but which both is an times which is really awesome. Um, and that's another thing we've talked about a bunch of times. They weren't times. just really awesome. They were. And okay, I guess they were just really awesome. They it was so yeah. Both of them had this basically the same setup. Me, Natalie, Donkey Kong, and Jeff. And then deep water is watching us right. <laughs> yeah. both times. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, oh, you know that game. It's it's difficult, and you got to have the right group. And a lot of it is luck. You know, sometimes you would be playing like a ninety-seven and a ninety-eight in the correct order, just out of pure luck. Yep. Like, because how the hell would you know? Oh, there were so many the... moments in both those plays where you know there was times where we were just like, oh my god, I can't yeah. believe that worked out. Yeah, and it, that's that one was, of those. That's twenty twenty-one, twenty-two, awesome. just like yeah. boom. That's yeah. one of those moments where there were so many times that we, it's so tense, so stressful, but we also like erupt. You know, because oh, yeah. when you get something right, like, oh, my God, yeah. oh, my God I can't believe big, like, There was one moment where Donkey yeah. Kong and Jeff were playing. This is on our first win. Jeff had the 20 and Dave had the 21. Okay. <laughs> and they were sitting there forever looking at each other like, who's going to go? <laughs> and they both go at the exact same time as fast as possible thinking, okay, I got it. Jeff somehow, just out of sheer dumb luck, yeah. just happens to get his right underneath Dave's. And we just like, whoa! Yeah. Like, oh my god, it worked out. Because yeah. I think we would that might have we yeah. might have killed us then. It and it was so stuff awesome. like that happened. And that's a great one. That's yeah. a great one, Jeff. What about you? What's your number two? It's a great choice. Um, my number two is the moment that Devin and I played Underwater Cities, and she said she liked it. Yeah, oh, nice. good one. So, what's your favorite game of all time? Yeah. yeah, and that falls into some some of her like starting to kind of like games, mm-hmm. yeah. like. Not like just tolerate them sometimes, but now well, that's she's... That's a big, heavy yeah, game. Yeah, she likes that. She likes Terraforming Mars. Mm-hmm. She likes Orleans. She likes these games that I like and want to play. So now she's becoming one of us. Yes. One, one of us. us. One, one of us. us. Yep. <laughs> you turn into a chud. Yeah. A little bit yeah. at a time. So that's number two. <laughs> what is your joke? <laughs> number ahead, two joke. for me is... Okay, this is it's going to be hard to understand how great this was for me because this was a very intro gaming thing. So, when I first started gaming, it was Hero Quest, <clears throat> and then real gaming was Arkham Horror, and then one day I go over to Bill's house and I play Carcassonne. And I played Carcassonne and I, I could not believe how much I liked that game. Unlike anything I'd ever played up to that point, 
right? All the other games I've played were Ameritrash kind of stuff. You know, Arkham Horror is like a dude's on a map. <clears throat> you're going around rolling dice, you know. And then same with Hero Quest. It's a dude's on a map. You're going around rolling dice, killing stuff. It's like monsters and stuff. And then you play a game like Carcassonne, which is a tile-laying Euro game where you're, you know, building a city and farming. And I could not believe how much I enjoyed it. But that's not really the moment I want to talk about. The moment I want to talk about is after I played it, Bill was making an order to buy some games. And he was like, do you want a game? I said, I want Carcassonne. And he's like, okay, the big box <laughs> is out. You, that, that, and that was my first game I ever bought. And so, and that had like all the expansions at the moment, right? Yeah, like everything yeah. that I was out for at the yeah. time. And so um, I come over to his house like the next week and it's sitting there on his if you know you know bill's got that like when you walk in it's yeah, a little that, yeah a little half wall half wall and it was just sitting on the half wall in shrink waiting for me and the, <laughs> i cannot describe to you the way it felt owning my first game and it's this huge box and the wonder that i had as i when i take it home and i open the shrink and i'm looking through it all i can't i, I wish i could go back and feel that again because it was Incre- it was an incredible feeling to behold. I think most people in the hobby probably have a similar feeling of their first yeah. game. That mm-hmm. And so that Carcassonne got me into the hobby, and, and it was in a big part due to owning it. Yeah. You know? So that's my number two. Carcassonne. Nice. For the first time, the, own- the ownership of it. Natalie, we have come to number one. My number one, getting a little bit sappy. Okay, number one. <laughs> the first time playing... My first hobby game with Ryan. Yeah, I so it's on my list, and I was like, I'm not gonna take yeah. that. From you. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's that probably good. I played Splendor yeah. with Ryan. He found out I liked games. Um, he introduced me to Splendor, which was my first hobby game, and my eyes like lit up, and I literally haven't stopped playing games since that yeah. day, like almost six years ago. And <laughs> on top of that. It's like how we became friends. Yeah. And eventually... Lovers. Lovers. <laughs> chuds. <laughs> eventually, we went from friends to chuds. To Chud Munson's. <laughs> the name's Munson. Chud Munson. Chud Munson. Get it right. <laughs> Get it right. I paid it. Chud Munson. <laughs> it's not Chud. It's, it's not Chud. Chud. <laughs> chud. Sorry, we turned this cute yeah, moment into something. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Right no, sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I, I, that, I was going to talk about that as well. Um, the cool thing about that, I thought, it was. I knew you were gonna like it. Yeah. You had talked so much about being the game person in your family, but you hadn't you hadn't played these kinds of games no. yet. And I remember how nervous you were to play it when we first played it, and then you won. Yeah. And you were kind of like, I feel like that like just opened everything. Like, yeah, <gasps> okay, I don't have to be scared of this anymore. And, and it's like I liked games, but every game I played was more like a party game, and it's almost like I was like longing for these times types of games and Longing. i didn't even know it until <laughs> yeah. i saw it and i was like oh, oh yeah. these exist yeah. okay these are the good ones <laughs> right exactly Major with that good. jeff mr mad board gamer himself what is your number one gaming moment my number one i have kind of lumping them into one okay I have like <laughs> a few so i'm gonna call this my number one is like the one a and one b well yeah it's <laughs> like the the social networking that i've done in the hobby mm, kind of yeah. so i thought that, that was going to make an appearance that combines with and these aren't like necessarily in order but um th- it combines with like doing the podcast doing stuff on instagram and, and talking to just people on instagram so kind of like about, gaming extracurriculars yeah just the extra stuff the social stuff that goes yeah. on outside of like just the table so like yeah being on the podcast going on instagram i've you know gotten a little bit with 
doing some reviewing and talking to publishers. So getting in with publishers and like, that's been really cool. You know, even just through Instagram, like meeting Lydia and having her play board games yeah. with my students right, and cool my students that. playing with like, so that would have never happened if I didn't have the Instagram account and I wasn't talking to people and reaching out. So I think it's just that the community itself being really, really awesome on Instagram and yeah. So that's my, right. We have, yeah. I mean, how many friends that's do we cool. have? Right. Yeah. Just, just like, because of this, I talk to people, I, I text and talk to people on like the Instagram chat more than I'll, I'll text, you know, sure. My, like my human friends and yeah. my right. in-person friends. Right. right. These um, people are not humans. Yeah. Yeah. And we like, <laughs> yeah. So these aliens. Yeah. So yeah no, absolutely. I, I, I exactly. can't wait to like yeah. meet a lot of them. And, you know, yeah. we were going to do it at Gen Con, which was Yeah. That's a bummer. Sad, Cause this was going to be the year. Yeah. We will, we will yep, meet we will. a bunch of people One and be day. able to do some. But I mean, I feel like we have real friends with a lot of yeah. these people and it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's some. It's really cool. I think it's a great. Mm-hmm. That's a great Very number one. Cool. Yeah. My number one is uh, something that happened at Grand Con. My thunder was stolen a little bit on this one. It is playing and beating that's Tom Vassell in Caverna. Yes, I made a geek <laughs> list about it and everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, at that moment in time, I mean, he's still Tom Vassell. Still is kind of the the king. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He's like in he's, bo- in the board game media circles. Tom Vassell is number one. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. People who don't know anything really, like don't know publishers or designers or anything like that probably know Tom Vassell. Yeah, right. and this was like in 2015, so it was before we were like we started any podcasts or anything. Yeah, yeah, he was man. We yeah, really he, like, you know, it's just it's yeah. he's royalty. He's re- yeah. In the same way that Richard Launius is is royalty for creating a board game, Tom mm-hmm. Vassell is royalty for reviewing them. Mm-hmm. Right. And seeing him, like, like kind of like Natalie already talked about the way it happened. We just literally walked in. The first person we saw when we walked in was him. We walk into the the little vendor hall thing, and I'm like, I'm just going to go talk to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hello, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. You know, we're big fans. You know, I'm, I'm, it's cool you're here. You know, and he's like, thanks. Great to meet you, too. Do you want to play a board game right now? And we just <laughs> were like, well, yes. Okay. He, like like Nana said, he kind of walks away. He's going to go, I think he's going to go find more people. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to play Caverna, which was a bummer for me because I didn't like it at the time. We played it one other time and I was kind of like, yeah, but what am I going to say? No to Tom Vassell? Right. <laughs> I'm going to play Caverna. When Caverna was like his favorite game yeah. at the time. He was like, that's all he ever, he loved that game more than anything. And so I'm like, okay. And so we play Tom Vassell's favorite game with him and I beat him. And then we <laughs> go to dinner with him. After the game's over, he invites us to dinner. Mm-hmm. We go to dinner with him, the 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 founder of of Grand Con, and some friends, mm-hmm. and we are having dinner with Tom Vassell and talking to him. And he makes a little joke about beating Natalie at Caverna, and like, it's, at least it's beat funny. Her. And we talk about that all the time. How funny that was, yeah. and it was a very cool moment. And it was it was another moment that I just kind of like felt like. In what, like, wow. Yeah. Like, wow. And that got you back into Caverna. And I love it. Yeah, now Caverna's in my top, like, top five, like, top mm. 10 games yeah. of all time. I love it. Every time we played it after that, I'm like, I see the light. That was so fun. Yeah. And he also gave me my, um, the way that I figure out first player in a lot of games, I got from him. Cause uh, when we were figuring out Caverna, he took all the pieces in Caverna, got on the floor, and it was like, what was he doing? And he threw them. And whichever one went farthest was first player. And I do that all the time now yeah. when, in games. I'm like, oh, just give me our pieces. And I'm like, I don't want to have somebody have to reach and feel my hand. and like. Yeah. <laughs> so I just like kind of like give them a roll. Whichever one goes farthest is first player. Yeah. And so that's my number one. Good one. Beating and playing Tom Vassell in Caverna at Grand Con 2015. <laughs> wow. Do you guys have any uh, honorable mentions you want to talk about or no? Yeah, I went to the friendly local game store while you guys were playing uh, Caverna with Tom Vassell. Right. <laughs> That's on there. That's number six. That's number six. 
I wrote I wrote Nerdfest every year. I always that's always yep. something I yeah. look forward to. I always yep. think that's wonderful. Um, I wrote the game of resistance where Ryan's scheming and lying. I got that me. one too. That's yeah. my number six. Ryan yeah, is a schemer and a liar. <laughs> that was it. Was just that it was really honestly all I remember about that game is that moment. Yeah, me. You it was between me, Jeff, and Dave. And yep. And Jeff, um, he's like he's lying. I don't know how he's, he's convincing he's you, but he's scheming. lying. And then I wrote so, similar to to what you had, where I, I got to we met a bunch of designers at the last Gen Con, like Elizabeth Hargrave and King yeah, Klinko and cool. Bill Everly. Like that was very cool and just so how awesome cool. they were. Yeah. Um. So that was so another, gracious, you know. Yeah. Nice. Now, what about you? Got any honorable mentions? Um, a couple. I put. Um, there was. There was a lot of really funny, memorable moments when we played monikers at our work game night. You know, like Gina oh, yeah. being the priest. And yes. Stuff. <laughs> I thought about doing some work game night stuff, too. There's so many different moments. Yeah, yeah. there were some really funny moments that happened there that everybody talks about all the time. Um, and then I also put... Um, there was this one time where we played Love Letter, but we didn't have anywhere to play it. So the we library. Had to go to the library. And so we had to be quiet because <laughs> it's really quiet in there, but we're playing Love it's Letter. And all of our, like... <laughs> reactions had to be silent and it was yeah, just like, like so yeah. fun for <laughs> some cool. reason that we just like had the best time doing it, it was really awesome <laughs> maybe i'll throw this on the on the gram on the instagram and see what we get yeah that'd be a good, it's hard, be a good one some of these are like personal and, and yeah you know you have it's like well yeah you got it doesn't make like, sense for other I, people yeah, right, do right. i care but right. no stuff like that i mean yeah so nerd fest um that was gonna be probably my number one and the only reason I left it off was only because I feel like I talk about Nerdfest every episode. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we talk about all that. But yeah. starting, starting nerd, that, starting yeah. Nerdfest, and now it's a thi- it's a thing. It's like it's not. Yeah, we all look forward to it. Every, it's like, it's like, like, it's like our now. groups. Yeah, this was the eleventh year. It's yeah. our groups. You know, big convention of our our, our friends. And yeah, I mean, that was going to be my yeah exactly uh, that play of the resistance. I wrote that down. <laughs> um, the first play of Splendor with you. And uh, going to my first Gen Con, yeah. which again, cool. I you know, didn't say because sure. Jeff did. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everyone. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts serve us the show. We also have a Facebook group. You can just search Gamecasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. We have a Baron Board Game Geek <laughs> Guild that Natalie has yet to join and it like is it. Guild 3678 <laughs> on Board Game Geek. If you like the show, again, we would love it if you consider giving us a rating and have a podcast or anywhere you listen that allows you to rate us no less than five, please. All music for the show and every episode was produced by Jeremy Pete. If you enjoyed it and want some of your own for your next project, please email us to discuss. So for Natalangus, the Flatulangus, and Chef the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan the Flatulent, and then you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. He likes to laugh. He likes to drive you crazy. He does. He like <laughs> he, if I like get like angry at something he does, it's like shut up. I He's once like fuck yes. I life. once told her we were like dri- <laughs> we were driving on the road and I, I was oh like, yeah. can I tell him this? Yeah. I was like, all right, so.
Uh, I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, wow, they finally got their flag. It was just a business that had an American flag. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you know, there's a waiting list because each state is only allowed to have so many flags flying. <laughs> and Michigan's limit is 3,000. And they, I knew I, I went to the barber the other day and they told me they were been, you know, their, they were on the their, 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 yeah, their application yeah. was finally approved to get a flag and they have to wait a couple of years till some business takes theirs down. Now or something like that. And, uh, and Natalie's like, oh, really? Wow. Okay, man, I didn't realize there's flags. People have a flag limit? I'm like, yeah, there's a flag limit. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> That's great. Well, now I don't fall for anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, here's, here's his new, t- here's his tell. If he tells me to look it up, I immediately know it's not true. No, but that one time like it gamer was. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. gamer, like gamer Dog. Yeah, Gamer Dog. That was fucking great. No, what was the, you just looked something up. And, it, it was, and you thought it was true. I told her that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I told her that Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain was no, Jim Morrison's nephew. <laughs> Why did you know? I don't, I don't know. I don't even. I thought you were going to tell him about the, the window. Screaming out the window thing. That's what I thought you were going to say. So sometimes I make her so mad, she has to roll the window down and go, ah! We were in the car one day, and I don't know, he said something, and I was like, one second. I just pulled out the window and screamed at you him. Have to not, you have to sprinkle in true things, by the way. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah, what. So, so we I, just did one that was true, just last time. But at that Harry moment when I screamed out the window, he, he talked about it for like two weeks straight. He's like, that was so <laughs> great. That was like the best thing ever. It was. <laughs> it was Those moments life. are what life's all about. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. No, that's so right. Whenever you're ready. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? What about Harry Potter? There was something about we were watching because we, we just went through the Harry Potter movies. There was okay. something about that I, I told you about it, and you were like, "No!" I looked it up, and it was true. Oh, the ha- who the Half Blood Prince was? Yeah, maybe. No, I don't think no. that was it. You know it was what? Else. No, the more recent one was um, we were watching The Office yesterday, and he was like, "Jenna Fisher was in this movie where she played a hooker, and she said something about like jerking off on my tits." And I was like, "What? No!" I was like, "It's not Jenna Fisher." Chloe He's like, month. "Yeah, it is." Oh. And we looked it up, and she did. All right, good yeah. for her. We saw the YouTube video. Wow, it was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Some blurry like camera. Like she's like, like, "Do you want a blowjob?" <laughs> no, she was like in the scene with like Matt Dillon. And Matt Dillon's like, what's "No, a, no, that's a okay." Matt Dillon. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's an older, from, he's an older um, actor. Something about Mary. Yeah, that guy. Oh, he's like the main guy. Okay. He's not really. In, he's not relevant anymore. Not Neither anymore. Pam, he was in a lot of. He's, he's, she's like, she's like, "Do you want a blowjob?" And he's like, "No, that's okay." And she's like, "Do you want to fuck?" And he's like, no, that's really nice of you, but no thanks. And then she's like, what's wrong with this guy? You can jack off of my tits if you want. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Jenna. I know. I was like, okay. Okay. I will do that. Any of those. All yep, three. Those sound good. It was from like 2012 or... Nope. 2004. Oh, 12. Okay. It was like right, really. in yeah. the very beginning yeah, of the office. Like second season that's of funny. Office, right? Yeah. When she was like, she's good. Okay. Sorry, man. Beat down it up. No, no. Inbox it up. <laughs> I'll, cut my, I'll cut this all out. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> Welcome to the Instagram inbox. No, you guys. I am the mad board gamer. They're not going to hear any of that. Oh. <laughs> well, you want me to start over? <laughs> I like how we just went on like a tangent. In the well, I know. I know you were going to cut it out. I'm sorry. Okay. 